So today we're talking, we're not talking about football today. We're talking about songs we've heard on the radio. And my thought was, Kelly asked me yesterday, I'm not doing any. She said, do you want to record today? And I said, yes, this isn't like I'm like rehashing anything. I'm not like, I'm just giving the origin story of this idea that I had. Uh, and she said, we need a topic. And I was like, hmm, I said, and I said, I was just driving, you know, we just drove from uh, our home to this cabin that we were staying at through the entire state of Indiana, through some of Ohio, back to Indiana, into Kentucky, and was listening to the radio. And, um, you know, it's like our CD uh, player's broken in the car. Oh, no, the CD player's not broken, but the aux cord is broken. So it's like, get some CDs. We didn't have time to do that. So we just... Um, listen to the radio and it's an interesting thing because it's great for a lot of reasons it's very exciting if a song comes on that you like because you don't choose it you don't know what's next you know it's it can be very exciting but it is very frustrating because there's not a lot of variety uh in the radio stations you get a lot of the same songs over and over again and you know that's what's tough about it and then it's like if you don't have a station like you know if you don't have a, a station you know is good then you're just flipping around hoping hoping that you find something sometimes you'll stop on a song and be like well this is fine you know this is the kind of station i want to listen to we'll see what's next you know then you get burnt by that because it's like maybe it's a commercial maybe it's another bad song you know, it's just like there's so many uncertainties to the radio flipping. So I just thought it was an interesting topic to talk about songs. Yeah. And it does. It feels like that everywhere you go has the, the genre stations and every classic rock song seems to play the same, the same songs over and over again, even mm -hmm. though by now they've had so many generations to sift through that you'd think that would right. switched up. <laughs> but it's almost like someone picked like a safe playlist that you could play like with that, with everybody in the car or something. And that just seems to be what all radio classic rock radio stations are now. It's like, these yes. are the safe songs. There's no curse words. Mm -hmm. Everyone's happy. Even like grandpa's happy when it comes on. Cause grandpa's he remembers happy. it or something. Right. Grandpa's happy. That's very true. It's all, it's very safe. They don't do any like B sides, deep cuts. They don't do anything that's like, I don't know. It's it's not very interesting. Um, so I just kind of, I made a list kind of on the top of my head. Well, and this is kind of particularly from our drive, which is just not very different from any drive. Kind of what we're speaking to is that it's always the same of songs. So I just wanted to kind of talk about it loosely. We don't necessarily have to rank them or, or throw anything away. I guess that's the whole idea here is that maybe we could focus on like songs that were like, I just... I'd be happy if this this song just didn't come on anymore, or mm -hmm. or, vice or came versa, on way less, or came on way less. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know if there's necessarily a song I'd be like, God, I I just absolutely hate it. It's just mostly like, oh, God, this again. There were several songs that we heard twice. Like, uh, there was a ton of songs we heard twice. Mm -hmm. um, or if you switch a radio station, it's literally in a different part of that song on a different radio station. That happened twice too. Like we went and it's just like, yeah, so we'll talk about it. So let me ask you this first. What is a song 
What is what's the first song you think of when I say when I'm talking about this? What jumped to mind right away? The first song that I'd say, uh, especially since I had that one job that was literally just driving around Louisville and collecting the mosquito things, and I think that's mm-hmm. when I noticed this the most because I was spending eight hours in a car pretty much, so we'd only have the radio. I think "Free Falling" by Tom Petty probably comes on the most. Hmm, like that's okay. the one where I, I feel like it's on pretty much every station, even like classic. Yeah, there's like the uh, even like, of course it's on classic, but then it's like it's like on the student radio station. Yeah, it's yeah. on like the just hits in general. It just Tom Petty's "Free Falling" doesn't die. Yeah. Apparently, it just keeps going. Yeah, I have a lot of I have Tom Petty fatigue in general because they play his songs. They play the same songs over and over again. Yeah, they have like maybe three. They have um, Don't Want to Live Like a Refugee. That one's always on. Free Falling is always on. Yeah, you don't really hear his like other songs very often. What's that one? It's like running down the dream. Yeah, that's what it's called, running down the dream. And then American Girl. American Girl, I don't hear as much. but I do, I have a lot, like, and I, I really like his songs, but it's just like, you hear them all the time and it's always the same damn songs. I don't even think you hear uh, Mary Jane's Last Dance that often. You don't, you don't hear that. You don't hear Wild Flowers. And I think sometimes, especially with these older artists, yeah, I think people think they don't like these artists because of these songs. They're like, okay, I get what he does. And yeah. I feel like Tom Petty gets hit with that a lot because the songs that he's like get played on the radio aren't necessarily like like even what he normally plays all the right. time. Like I feel like he's a more slower artist, so free falling's probably more his speed. But I feel like his like refugee and American girl don't really feel like super I'm not like a hmm. huge Tom Petty person, so I don't want a Tom Petty person to come for me being like, You don't even fucking know what you're talking about. Which I don't. Yeah, I guess he's a he's a little bit. He's got <laughs> like he holds off on the southernness in his big songs. Yeah, you know, that's got, true. It's not as folksy. Yeah, and I think they could benefit from being a little bit twangier because I think they're a little dry, you know. And I don't know again if that's because I've heard them too many times. But when they come on now, I don't really get that excited. I mm. like that. Um, that great wide open song a lot but that's a pretty rare one the one that's like into the great you know like rebel without a clue i don't know what it's called i don't i'm not going to be oh i didn't do our disclaimer we don't know anything uh (laughs) we're not an expert in any subject we just like to have conversations like this uh because we think they're interesting but i don't claim to know any anything uh at all um at any level really so you know this is just fun for us to kind of discuss and if we get things wrong it's specifically to piss you off um and yeah that's all i I wanted to say real quick so i don't yeah so tom petty like i feel like it there's that's that was one i put on there as like I like Tom Petty a lot. I like a lot of his songs, but I just like the now and they don't spark any sort of joy when they come on. I'm just like, oh God, free falling again. That is the one that's just like, stop fucking playing free falling. I feel like that's an easy one to skip to another station and have it come on to like, that's one I feel like you could find it, it playing in a different part of the song. 
Um, I think the only one I don't get sick of is American Girl because it is it's like a fast jam, especially like when you're driving in your car. And I think since the the Sloppy Boys okay, did that little yeah. recording of it, it's fun to try and sing it in Tim's voice, like while it's on. Yeah, I think that makes it more fun too. So maybe it was just that little. That one I don't like either, and I think I blame Parks and Rec for that because I don't really, for some reason now I like think of that episode and I just don't like that it reminds me of that episode for some reason. I don't remember it being in Parks and Rec. If I think of a show, I immediately think Scrubs because it plays when Elliot's having her transformation from like nerdy to hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the the movie I think of is Silence of the Lambs because she's singing it and then gets shoved into the back of the car. I think that is why why I like it better too. Not that, I mean, that's an uncomfortable scene, but at least it gives it a little bit more character. Just because yeah. that scene is so intense, um, but I just don't like. I, I, I. Maybe it's just that I don't like how overplayed it is, and it just seems like kind of a filler song. For it's like, well, we need kind of a sweet rock song. Yeah, that would fit this, and it's like it's when they're doing the Harvest Festival. Okay. Oh, and I don't like that they like suddenly like we can we'll have a whole episode about things I don't like about Parks and Rec, a show that I I've wait. seen the entire thing of twice like um so i'm being critical at first show that i would say overall i have positive feelings for but i don't like the harvest festival is just this like it's like they zoom out and it's like they have this fully functioning roller coaster it's like Mm -hmm. she didn't have that much time to plan this freaking thing and we saw all like the little things that were going wrong it's like when did they have time to build a giant roller coaster for this yeah it kind of would have worked better especially for a small indiana city that it would have been small and like cute like one big one big event probably would have made it a little like how how nice would it have been if they would have gone to like uh i don't know like I, i just picture like the lafayette like I can't imagine Pawnee is supposed to be much bigger than Lafayette. It's probably supposed to be smaller. And we had that dinky little thing next to the YMCA uh, for yeah. our county fair. And I, I love every second of it, but it's just like, I see that. And I'm like, that's not anything like, I don't know. Um, that's not what we're talking about. But I think I associate that now song with that. And I'm just, then I think like, that's not how that's supposed to look, you know, which is stupid. Um, it's a television show. But that's how my brain does that. Um, on that same thing, uh, bands that they play too much. Um, there's two bands that, and this is where we're going to get the territory again. I don't, I'm not going to, I'm going to have this disclaimer as well. I don't think I particularly have a good taste in music, you know? Um, so if I say something about a band that you love, I have my own, you know, I don't know. I'm not trying to say you're wrong for liking that band or I have any, like, I don't really have any, um, I don't know, expertise. You're, in, you're uh, acting like we have all these angry fans that have been writing in, like, nonstop. <laughs> You've been pissing them off lately when in reality no one has said a word. <laughs> no, they've been lovely people. All the Germans <laughs> are great. And, and that one person, Don Bluth, who listens from California and... Uh, others but yeah you're right that's stupid to say i guess i'm just basing this off of other other podcasts um you're just preparing for uh, i guess to get wildly successful and everyone to be angry 
I also I also want to say too because I think it's easy. I do this too, where someone will say something like that. I guess even when I say like there's there they suck. Like I don't mean that. I mean more like I think, in my opinion, they suck. And what do I know? You know, like I've you know I listen to every Green Day album and I've enjoyed most of them. So what does that say about me? You know, that doesn't. You know, that's not. <laughs> Now people are angry. <laughs> we in Germany, we hate the Green Day. <laughs> Not Green Day, oi. Um, that's a German accent. Oi. Oi. Oi, hey, Green Day. <laughs> oh, they came to my town, they wrapped up my hotel. Um, Was is this? <laughs> yeah, that's an actual German accent. Not what I'm doing. Well, I took German, so I... Uh, I took French, so my German accent is clearly going to be. I was uh, our German teacher did compliment my accent when I read. It's just that mm. all the words I was saying were wrong. Because <laughs> I remember we had a student teacher come from Germany, and like I, I, I was like, I did a, like a little paper. It was like just a little worksheet thing that you had to say. And she like asked me if I use Google Translate, and I was like, no. She goes, it's wrong in just the way Google Translate would be yeah. wrong. And I'm like, well, I guess that's just how my brain is, because <laughs> I literally did not. It? I didn't use Google Translate. I was just so I was as good as a computer trying to learn German. <laughs> my French teacher, with my uh, our sister Emily and I, shared a French teacher, so he would see if I did anything well. He'd say, oh, did Mademoiselle Rhoda have a write that for you? Because uh, he knew it wasn't me doing it. <laughs> and he knew Emily would be married in the future and have a different last name? No, she. he knew we were related. He knew that she was my sister. Oh, is this in college when she already yeah. had that last name? Oh, yeah. I thought you were talking about high school. And I was like, <laughs> why would he say that? Oh, this is, I did. I took Japanese in high school. Oh, um, I forgot about that. But. Oh, this is a French <laughs> That's teacher. funny. She was good at French, but she also took it in high school, so she was cheating. She was smart. She was cheating by <laughs> by already knowing doing it. the smart thing. And <laughs> did you did you tell him that she already knew French before he taught her French? Yeah, and then he took back all his compliments about good. her. As long as Emily's not getting those French compliments. <laughs> and he thought my picture. I had to bring a picture of my family, and the only one that I could find online had. Darth Vader photoshopped into one of the pictures over Thomas, I think. So No, it was that. with Thomas. With Thomas? It wasn't over anybody. Oh, he just was in the picture with everybody? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So anyway, that's the one I printed out so I could have a picture of our family. Um, He thought that was very funny. <laughs> R.I.P. He's no longer with us. That's not a joke. I didn't mean to really? laugh. It just, it's a very sad thing. He was a, he was a cool guy and I don't know what happened. Huh. I'm sorry to was, even bring that up. I just was he older? No, he was 35, I think. Oh shit! Like, okay. Yeah, it's, it's really sad, and um, I don't know. I I just wanted to uh, remember him, even though I wasn't a very good student. I still got mm -hmm. C's. I got straight C's in French. Oh yeah, you did. Buddy. Four years of C's. I I <laughs> I think I got B's in German. I I took ASL and college so mm -hmm. i had an easier time with that and i don't know for life since i've taken asl like if i'm saying uh <clears throat> letters or numbers out loud i always sign them that's cool like it's just like a side habit 
Yeah. Um. So let's let's get back to this. But my point was, but before I got way off track, is that Aerosmith and Red Hot Chili Peppers are the other two groups that they constantly play, and I personally do not like either of those groups. I'm not saying that. Uh, I just I cannot stand any of their songs. Mo- like I like Mother's Milk a lot. Um, as a as a young man, and I never really liked anything post that. I like that one song that's on the Wayne's World soundtrack by Red Hot Chili Peppers as well. Um, Aerosmith, <clears throat> I just can't stand. I never thought that they really, you know, everybody likes, uh, what's the one everyone likes? Stream On. And that's an overplayed song. I don't hate that song at all. I think it's a it's a lovely song. Um, I get why it's popular, but they do play it way too often. Um, they do play Dream On a lot, and it was a Glee song, so it's also mm-hmm. big, like with two groups. Yeah, I don't, I don't know much about Red Hot Chili Peppers, so I think the only song I actually know is their big, their giant hit. Dream um, On. Yeah, Dream On. <laughs> no, I forget what it's called, but I, it's the only one that I know. It's, um, it's like sometimes I feel like I don't. Yes, that's the song. Like I just, I literally, we, we, I don't remember any of my friends being a fan of them in school. So I think yeah. they just completely missed me. And I think the shows that they were big in were like the OC and stuff. So I didn't watch any of those. So I think that missed me as well. Like all, I feel like all the California-based shows I just never really watched. Yeah. And I think they were big in those shows because they were set in California and they're a California band. They're always and, talking about California. <laughs> Aerosmith, I do love a lot, but, hmm. um. I, well, I I think I just love that Run DMC version of Walk This Way so much. That's the thing. The but, original's not any good. Every time it comes <laughs> on the radio, no, hold on. Um, every time, well, it's not any good because the the Run DMC version is so good. Because every time it comes on the radio now, I don't know if there's a distinction at the beginning, but I think there is because I think the drums are a little bit sharper in the Run DMC. Uh, so when you hear the well, they come in with like the. <clears throat> Um, it, it, the doodle is a little um like funkier. It's not the same exact mm-hmm. riff. So, but it's got yeah. an extra beat behind it. I can be fooled, and I'm always upset when I when Steven Tyler's voice comes on. It's just like I can nah. understand that. It's just not. It's not as fun. Only because I mean, it's obviously if if the other one didn't exist, I'd be fine with it. But I just like because it's so much better. Just like why even play that other one? You know. I mean, um, to be fair, with the Run DMC, it's still him singing. I know. Once they get to the part. So I've like seen the video. We've all okay. seen him bust through the wall. <laughs> uh, I get it. But I'm just saying, I don't... But it's reminding me, were you there when mom was getting really mad about the Who and Elton John? Oh, uh, Pinball Wizard? Yeah, because she... Um, I, told, I told her that... Um, I liked the Who version of this as well. And she said, that's not the real version, though. And I thought that that was funny because I was like, not only is that the real version, but they also play the instruments on the like mm. Elton John one. It's not like it's Elton John with the Who. And she was like, absolutely not. Elton John wrote that song. And she what? was so mad. Like she did not want the Who to have any connection to Elton John whatsoever. I don't know why. What? But like that, she was like looking it up and like trying to find. She goes, well, "No, that is Elton John singing." I was like, "Yeah, but it was the movie of 
it was Tommy. The, the Who's song. Yeah. And I was like, but they are in the video because they still play the track with him like all the rest of the covers. And she was like, that is an Elton John song. He thought Pinball Wizard was Elton John? Yeah. And I was like, but it fits the theme of the rock opera. And she still... She I had mean, to look I, it up like three times before she would even allow it. And then she finally was just kind of like, yeah, well, I doubt that they still like run together now. And I'm like, okay. Like, what is, what does she think the who and Elton John would have so many differences about? I don't know, but they could not have. She so I, that, I, that just made me, now? I don't know. <laughs> she was having a time with this. It was right after like, I, I don't know. It's just funny, but it reminded me of that where, um, oh. <clears throat> where like that's them together but for whatever reason we're still criticizing one of them yeah that's not that you're weird. criticizing it's just funny that you're like yeah but he's there but and wrote the song but run dmc stole the show which they did that's what i'm saying i'm I not don't. i'm not faulting steven tyler at all obviously he agreed it was a good idea and right. participated i'm just saying radio stations why play the other version now you've got the superior version there's That's no true. reason to play it i'm not mad at steven tyler i think they probably do run together still <laughs> i think they're probably best of what is it about i don't understand why elton john and and the who wouldn't be friends i i don't know because i i always thought in the past though that mom liked the who so i don't even know where this sudden like yeah. hatred of the who came from where it's like not my two young like impert like like elton yeah. john's a little tiny like yeah he's out there these stars are trying to give him drugs and shit he's like yeah. i don't know They're about to corrupt this him and it's like <laughs> I don't really think that's either of their scene. I don't know, mm -hmm. like any more than it is everybody's, every musician from that period scene. It was uh, just not the reaction I was expecting. Cause like, <laughs> I just thought that I was like, oh, well it is an original Who song. And she just went, no, it's not. Uh, whatever. Yeah, it's, uh, I agree that the old Judd version is, I don't know if I would say superior cause I like how, I think the other one's charming. But I used to argue with my friend when we both worked on the radio station mm -hmm. in high school. Like she like was like the Elton John versions like so far superior, and I really only knew the Who version as well. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I'm all behind the Who. And then now that I'm so used to the Elton John version, if you go back and listen to the Who version, it's very slow, and it's like just not exciting. I yeah, I think most of the internet's arguments are literally that somebody only experienced one half of it exactly and it's just so adamant that the other half that the other part can't be good that it's like they're willing to it's just like just go listen to it it is it's way more exciting it's way more theatrical i like just because i like the whole tommy album and i like how it flows inside that album i do like that other version but it's like yeah it's elton john the video is incredible like it's so just the much... piano in place yeah. of the guitar made a huge difference because you can yeah. like see you can almost when you hear it visualize how fast he's moving on those notes because he's yeah. still doing the guitar riff so it's that and, and it's like, like so cool i like how pete townsend we'll go into the who next because i have a lot of thoughts about the who oh yeah there's tons of who um 
the I, I with the thing I appreciate what I've it seems to be about Pete Townsend is that he's not very precious about his songs and that he realizes that there are like there's things he visions in his head that it's like it's not quite there yet. So mm. I think when he gets somebody to um when he when he's able to have somebody perform it in a way that's like that's how he heard it in his head. I don't think he's somebody that's like so precious that it's like oh no it can't be good because it's like that was all of what Tommy was it's a lot of right. reworking those original tracks and and changing them up and whatever you want to say about um, Jack Nicholson singing Go to the Mirror Boy I think that's incredible it's so weird and like I it they're two completely different songs now um, um Eric Clapton doing what is that song called? Is it Christmas or the Eyesight to the Blind? It's like a different song. It's a completely different song from the album. I like both of them, but like it's just like a whole different experience here. And it's cool. It's like just let the song kind of live and grow and become something else. And that's kind of what the Who does anyway. It's like just let the song become something bigger and better and different and let it evolve let people take it where they want to i think that's cool um, yeah and i know that they like uh had to like beg elton john to come in for that just because like i don't think it was like him not wanting to do it but i think it was like time commitments and then him just like not understanding why they were doing like a reboot of it yeah yeah so like I, they had to like beg him to come in and do that but then like he loved it once it was done and maybe it is because of that. Like maybe he thought maybe it would be too precious to somebody. And then he's like, oh, I actually get to change it. Yeah. There's this funny story where the film. So after Tommy's success, they did Quadrophenia. Quadrophenia is a similar kind of rock opera thing. And they made a movie. The movie's incredible. Um, but it is not anything like Tommy where they don't actually do. They have the songs playing, but they're not like singing. Them, they're not performing them. They just kind of exist in the story. And like, I guess from, I, I don't know where I saw this, but it was just like Pete Townsend was like, he had come in and was like, oh, I created all these new like versions of these songs for this movie. It's like, oh, actually we're not doing that for this. And he's like, oh, okay. And he just like got rid of them. <laughs> it's like, I want to hear them. <laughs> like, all right. Yeah. Like a couple of them are kind of reworked. Like there's, there's a soundtrack for Quadrophenia, but it's like, it's pretty much the album except for some a couple of changes there's like one new song and then a couple of them i think are are taken off but hmm. it's just funny that it's just like i just kind of feel like he's not very like he's like yeah oh yeah that'd be fun oh you're not doing that okay never mind <laughs> like, is he just... is he like the bill watterson i, of I the music know. world i not really because he's still around and and like producing stuff and he's probably definitely got more of an ego than that like yeah i'm not gonna say he's not true. like he seems like the most introverted of the who based on watching their live performances and um music videos and stuff i'd say john it was probably more so more introverted oh yeah I you think just he... said a whole name that i didn't know existed so that's probably <laughs> other guy in video that's not he's roger good. daltrey uh keith moon or yeah, John it whistles that which video are you talking about? Happy Jack. Happy Jack. So he's the he's well, what did he do in Happy Jack? He's the tall guy. Uh, they look so similar to me. Yeah. They look so similar to me that I just kind of register them as the same person. And like just looking at them. 
so in was, all their videos. In Happy Jack, it was it was Pete Townsend, Keith Moon, and John Entwistle that were the robbers, and then uh, Roger Daltrey was the cop, I think. No, Roger Daltrey was the one waiting outside. He was supposed oh, to warn them when the cops were coming. He was just flipping a coin the whole time. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, that's right. Um, and one anyway. of them, I think Keith Moon's the first one that starts. No, no, the other one does eat the cake because then Keith Moon just smashes it on his face and then yeah, turns into yeah. whole all that British humor that we all know and love. So that's always the same. Yeah, it's always the same <laughs> damn joke, <laughs> and it always goes on ten hours longer than it needs to. But we love it. We love it so much. Uh, but I think. Anyway, uh, go ahead. Um, yeah, Aerosmith gets a lot of plays, and I think um, Queen is huge. And I think Queen's another one that gets the disservice of it's always We Will Rock You or Fat Bottom Girls. Sometimes it'll go into the uh, We Are the Champions, but not always. Um, yeah. But yeah, the Queen plays a lot. I was looking at a list of like the most played, and I was interested to see, like, it's like. The- but of like taking the data from from classic rock stations and what is the most played song and uh we will rock you and we are the champions are on the list but they're split so like we will rock you is way higher uh which just surprises me because i guess they don't always play them one after another but no sometimes it doesn't happen it's very disappointing because you're always ready for it and it may or may not show up that's one that i'm like i'm excited because it's like we will rock you is not very long Mm-hmm. And I love We Are the Champions, of course. It's just Queen is. It's, it's so fun to sing. Queen's incredible. Yes. They're so like, the, the theatrics are so just on point and like, it, it, it's always exciting. And like, I love it too because it's one of those things where it's like if you turn the radio station, you don't quite get the beginning. The beginning of Willie Rock You is iconic, of course. But if you're in it already it's okay because you're like shit i'm gonna get to hear the entirety or i should get to hear the entirety of we are the champions that's the yeah you're like it's coming (laughs) so yeah and it's it's weird because queen um that that's the big one um we got to hear killer queen on the radio which was cool because that's that's more rare and i like yeah you don't hear that one as often that's one of the other main ones I don't think I like another one bites the dust because it's on the radio so much. Um, See, I was going to say that's another one I don't hear that often. So that's funny. That's like the number one. That's the number one Queen song I hear on the radio. I feel like really, um, I'd say Fat Bottom Girls. And I'd prefer that, but and it's just like there's nothing wrong with it. I just don't think it's compared to other Queen songs. It's just not that interesting. It's kind yeah, of, it's like when you hear Bicycle Race and you're like, is this even a Queen song after you know their other stuff? Like, Yeah, but Bicycle Race is like fabulous and I love oh, every okay. second of it. Oh, okay, I didn't know that you really Oh my like God, that breakdown part is like that where like they do the double time. That's funny. I don't like that song very much. You don't like, okay, that's that's interesting. I love that freaking song so much. I loved it as a kid. Now I don't really, I always skip it. You saying it, I'm like, that's the song I'm going to listen to when we're off this podcast. I'm going to put Bicycle right. on. Um, I We heard um, Someone to Love. My issue with that song now, Somebody to Love, is that mm-hmm. it's so much better when I do it live. Like, specifically, oh. 
the part, the breakdown part, because uh, the whole song is great. The recorded version is incredible, but they do this thing where they do it live where he's like, Freddie Mercury's doing crowd work and the drummer's doing this, like, he's doing the... It's really good. Yeah. And it's so, like, I'm just, like, I'm so ready for the buildup. And then just, like, when he hits the high note at the end, it's uh, it's just, I don't know. Like, it blows me away. So to hear that version, not that it's bad, but I'm just, like, when it gets to that part, I'm just like, yeah, could be better. You want that extra intense. Yeah. Yeah. You're like that that live queen version, and then you're like the Anne Hathaway Disney version from L.A. Enchanted. (laughs) Sure. Yeah. yeah, Which was good. She's a great singer. I think I have heard that. And... Yeah, but I think like for the most part though with Queen it's like their their recordings are so good that like it doesn't matter like even if they they are incredible performers live but like I still like hearing their their other stuff but that one in, in particular I'm just like they do such a good job with it live that it almost I'm just like I'd rather be hearing that version you know I feel like Queen, especially, and I think this was more common in that, just in that generation at all, but you can tell they're actually having fun in the recording sessions. Mm -hmm. Like, it feels like today it's a little more uh, like everyone's split up and they record separately to just give it the flawless sound. Yeah. And then Mm -hmm. I think you can tell, you can tell when um, people are actually playing together more than not. Yeah, you definitely can. And I think it's, it's that like over produced kind of sound where it's like each individual instrument you can kind of see through i always say like i just but like when it's all mixed together played together there's there's a different energy for sure because they're playing off of each other and then it's like you can't see through it as much because it's it's all there together so even if you it's on different tracks and you can mix it differently you can it kind of still bleeds together a little bit way better than than something that's like recorded all separately and I know some bands are going back to that or never left it, but it's just, it's a whole different sound. And then it's like, cause even like, like Pomplamoose does their little recordings. And when you listen to them, you can tell like they, they were all together in that moment. That's yeah. just a, that's, it's on the top of my head. Cause I just watched one of those. It's not like mm. I'm a huge Pomplamoose person or anything. It is. Even cool though I'm that. always on Patreon. I have um, to say- I was laughing there just because I was watching this. Uh, I can't remember. And this is another thing. Like, I mean, I'm just bad with names of things. It's it's the place. It's the recording studio, famous recording studio where Nirvana um, recorded Nevermind. And it's just this very like, you know, it, it, all this equipment's been there forever. It's all like analog and and like live. For, you know, those bands that like to do the live performances love recording there because of, of the sound. It, it gets but there's this documentary about it's this just it's horribly done documentary that like dave Grohl put together it's like comically bad and it has the scene it always reminds me of the behind the laughter by the uh, the simpsons episode where he's like he's like i think it was right after nevermind's released and they were talking about all the calls they were getting flooded into the studio and he's like then the like the the phones blew up and then it cuts to a, a picture of a transformer and it like there's this pause and then it explodes <laughs> it's like such a stupid visual it made me laugh so hard <laughs> um gosh i wish i remembered the name of the studio because i feel like a jackass um but anyway what was i saying that for 
We were talking about uh, live recordings in general. Oh, yeah. In- yeah, so that's that's definitely a feeling. I Not that I think a, a lot of a digital stuff I really like too, and there's a lot of interesting stuff to do with it. I don't, I think it's just, it's more about the mixing and who's doing it and yeah. the kind of sound they're going for. Um, but it is cool to hear that uh, everybody together and you can, you can tell, I think, I think it's something where it's like, there's definitely a different, different feel to it. Mm-hmm. Um, so speaking of the Foo Fighters, that's my other group that I realized I have a bit of a fatigue of, and it's a band that I haven't really uh, continued to not continue to like, but I, I've kind of mm-hmm. left behind, um, like even um, re-listening to their old stuff, you mean? Yeah, like I like Color in the Shape. I like, um, uh, gosh, this is uh, that other one that's popular, the one that came after Color in the Shape. Um, nothing left to lose. But those, there's two that I really liked a lot, and I just sort of like, like I noticed this last trip that, like I heard my hero, I heard Everlong. I heard um, a couple other like times like these. There was a ton of freaking Foo Fighters. They mm. were all over the place. Classic rock, um, you know, like the indie station, the like the whatever the progressive rock station. Like they were they had, and I, I just feel like it's it, they are going to be that band that sort of like they're going to dominate the the airwaves of the classic rock in the future. You know, like they've got. And I, I don't even mean to say I don't like them. I just think I have a bit of fatigue with their sound. And I never, like, I, you know, I like those albums a lot. I was always a bigger Nirvana fan. Um, and there's obviously that DNA in there. But it's like, I just never quite, um, I don't know. I just, I get, like, I don't stop and listen. Even Everlong, which surprises me because I love that I song. love Everlong. It's such like, a... I, I get excited, but I would disagree that I even hear Foo Fighters as much as you do, because I think if I hear Foo Fighters on the radio, it's always going to be Learn to Fly. Hmm. That's the only really? one I hear on the radio. If I heard Everlong, I'd be excited. Like, Dang. I never hear Everlong. I mean, learning... Or My Hero. I don't think I heard My Hero until, like, I listened to it on Spotify. Like... I heard My Hero twice. It came on the radio twice on my trip. That's funny. Um huh. Yeah, that's strange. Cause I, I was thinking I was even listening to one what's that one that's like was it that was like all night long I've been searching for something, something you come another you draw nothing. It's a I don't know. That one? Not ringing a bell? Uh, uh sure. You sure? Sort of. Yeah. Okay. That one came on and I started listening to it. And then I was just like, eh, I don't know. i just I couldn't get into it. And that you know, I think there also is a lot of these songs come, you know, because there's different phases of driving a car along. Yeah. We drove seven hours yesterday and you get like you first start, you get on the highway, like you're enjoying it. All the songs are clicking. You get a couple bad ones in a row. You start to get fatigued. You start to get tired. You have to use the bathroom. You haven't eaten yet. Then the songs like you start to kind of hate the songs just because you're like mm-hmm. oh every song i just nothing's clicking it's but like I think, one i already know even though you made the playlist right um so that happens a little bit where i was just like flipping around and i just could not find i remember i think it that's when that song came on we were in ohio 
we had been driving for like three hours and I was just like, ah, just, you know, like I, I was like halfway through the song. I was like, I don't even, I'm not enjoying this. So yeah. it might not be the song's fault, but I just was not enjoying the Foo Fighters. It's funny you're saying that now because I like just had, I just listened to uh, Color in the Shape just because I was like, had, I heard Monkey Wrench on the radio randomly. Mm-hmm. And I thought of that as one like Basket Case by Green Day because like you never, like those were a huge songs. So I feel like yeah, you never yeah. hear them on the radio for some reason. So I got really excited to hear Monkey Wrench and then I just listened to the whole album when I got back home. But yeah, it's funny because like I just had like a big, oh, I want to listen to Foo Fighters. Monkey Wrench is one, if it came on the radio, I would be super excited about, but you're right. It's fun to do the screaming part and see if you can do it, which I never make it all. I can never do the full scream. I can do it. I do have to take a breath, but I do like a word. Sometimes you can inhale while you're saying the, yeah. yeah. That's the the part where you do the, (laughs) that's where I always breathe in. Like (laughs) take a gasp and on sad. Um, I can do it though. That is a great song, and you're exactly right that it is just like Basket Case, where it doesn't matter how many times I've heard that Basket Case, when it comes on the radio, it's the most exciting thing. Sometimes my um, Spotify will glitch and replay the same song you play twice, Mm -hmm. and if it it happens with Basket Case, I just say, let it go. Like, okay. I'll listen to it two times in a row. It's so exciting. It's not very long. It's so fun to sing along to. Yeah. And it's just one of those things. It punches you in the face and then it goes away. It never, it doesn't say it's welcome. And it's just like, like the video for it is so perfect that like, even if I'm in a place, cause that's another part of it. Scenery will change my mood. Like if I'm in a nice, like country road, it's different than if I'm driving on the crappy highway that looks identical to every other crappy highway. Mm-hmm. And- Stop it. No, I'm scratching the damn couch. Mm-hmm. Um, but basket case, the video for me leaves such an impression in my brain that it's easy for me to kind of jump into that, like that just that grungy Oakland feel that all their earlier videos had. That just like yeah. it, it's so perfect that it's like it's easy for me to just like jump into that and like get into the zone. <laughs> For most of Dookie, um, go ahead. I was just gonna say, and I know we we talked about all these music videos. Is that one that we never put out? Where we talked about all the Green Day music videos? No, we did. I don't think we talked okay. about the Green Day music videos. We talked about the um, the Michelle Gondry DVD. Oh, uh, maybe it about... just kept coming up. I don't know. I remember talking about them at least. Hmm. Um, but I wasn't sure. It might have been. I don't know. We have a bunch that we recorded that we just never did anything with. Who's it might have been one that? of those. It's. Uh, I'm not going to say. <laughs> um, I'm going to release them as secret uh, bonus <laughs> tracks. I'll do it. Uh, I ain't got nothing me. better to do. <laughs> I'll date them. Go ahead. What were you saying though, there? I don't know. Um, I think. I think that uh, Monkey Wrench, they all kind of hit you the same way where, you're, mm-hmm. like you said, it hits you and then it doesn't overstay its welcome. But I feel like that with Monkey Wrench um, and Flagpole Sitta. I get super mm-hmm. excited every time that starts. I'm annoyed by that song. 
Um, Are you serious? I love it. I think it's Peep Show's fault because I binged Peep Show and it's like as perfect as it was as a theme song. It's just like you have to hear it over and over again um, if you're binging a show and it's just like... Mm -hmm. After a while, I'm just like, ah, I can't stand it. Like, I, I always that. forget that's the theme song to that. Like, yeah. I've seen, I've seen a lot of episodes of it, but they've all, I've never binge watched it. I guess so, I never yeah. remember. And it's so it's one short. One of the shows where I'll watch one, and then I'll be like, all right, I get the gist of it, and I'll watch the next one in a few months. <laughs> in a few months, I'll come back. <laughs> I guess that's if you did that, you wouldn't be sick of it. But yeah, I just watched it over and over again, and it's the intro is so short there's no reason to skip it because mm. um, by the time you get up and i don't like did we have the dvd of it or was it i, I think it was on netflix for a while i don't think they I had think it was. perfected the, the skipping intro technology yet um so they didn't even have the option for you to do it so it just did they play the words or did they just play the opening riff they played the words it goes into but i'm not sick but i'm not well okay and then it, it does the ding 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 Okay, so it's the very end of the song essentially is yeah. what the theme is. Okay. That makes sense. So it is a I do like that song, but it's one that uh, it did come on the radio during our trip and I did not listen to it because I just couldn't stomach it. No um, way. Yeah. But I'm trying to think I, of other Go I did look up a list of like the actual most played songs and it's uh, this song is probably the song I should have thought of first, but it's at 15 million, and like the next after that is 13 million. That's how above this song is. I think that's just plays a year, maybe. I don't know. What song? Um, the song is Every Breath You Take by The Police. I saw that same list. I cannot. That song does come on the radio a lot. And I guess it is probably one of the most common where it's on and you're like, I don't feel it. And then you switch yeah. to another station and it's on in a different spot. And you're like, fine. Because yeah. it's on classic rock. It's on like adult contemporary. It's like. On, yeah, uh, it's it on covers a lot of. And then I think the next right after that is Brown Eyed Girl. Which I, makes sense. I'm not a big fan of that song either. No, um, I'll listen to it when it's on. I think, yeah, they're definitely overplayed. Um, I'm trying to think of another. There's there's a couple on there. I was like, really? That I don't hear that one very much. And there's a couple that I was like, I, dream, I know Dream On is high. Um, Barracuda, I feel like I um, hear all the time. And I'll tell you, there's a, there's a floodgate one. And it's if you hear it once, you don't hear it for a while. If you hear it one time, I'll hear it 30 times. And that's freaking Boys of Summer is oh, always yeah. on the damn radio like, it is it's always on when you get out of the gas like at the gas station it's always on their overhead speakers where, it's always on in stores it's on like all the playlists i the last time i heard it was at the gas station and then i heard it in the car and like uh i was at the gas station in the car and oh my gosh it's just on all the damn time well they all subscribe to the same like ASCAP like list uh, I think yeah. like because when I worked at PetSmart they, they we had a certain set of songs mm -hmm. we could play at PetSmart and I think so many use those same playlists so you hear I think Boys of Summer uh, Boys and whatever is is on all those lists I'll tell you I worked at Big Lots for a while I think Big Lots has the same policy as it does for its uh inventory as it does for its songs it's just whatever fell off the fell off the <laughs> truck 
at a bigger retail store they take because it's like there's some weird ass songs on there i still listen to i've never heard anywhere else and like they're not they're not popular they're not they're just these weird songs that like would just play on the big lots radio that like yeah um they had their own thing going on there with their songs well i remember i worked on a radio station it wasn't like a it was uh the high school radio station, but we ran it like little employees. Um, but like, I'm not, I'm not going to say what the teacher was in case he can get in trouble later, but he used to let us play like random things that we brought over the station every once in a while. Yeah. Like that's illegal. Um, <laughs> and it never actually happened, yeah. but like sometimes he'd be like, "All right, if you if it's not like super noticeable, just throw it on." Like, so it was fun to do that every once in a while and be like, "Oh, that like our city is listening to something they never would have like yeah. found had it not been for me at this radio station right here." That's so like fun. I feel like that was like you got to feel like an actual DJ at that point. Yeah, and just the this is my high school's radio station, which was different than yours, um, Jeff ninety two that um yeah they would have some weird ass songs on there there's a bunch they of never did anything illegal though someone else did no that was your high school. school this is different yeah. yeah mine didn't mine didn't even dare do that but they did play a lot of fun stuff on there and stuff the same with the big lots radio where i'm like i don't know if i'd ever hear this song otherwise yeah and if ass cap came in here would they be pissed as hell like... yeah what are you doing here <laughs> Yeah, playing the wrong songs, are you? Didn't think yeah, we'd yeah, show yeah. up. <laughs> You're going to jail. Yeah, I um, good stuff. But I just wish that you would try something. I mean, like you can bookend it with the the bigger stuff, but throw some shit in there. Throw some, yeah. try some stuff out. I was. It's really... fun to to actually have to look up something that you listen to on the radio and be like, oh, it's something like a completely new group that I've never heard of before. I love that. I love it. Like uh, um, uh, 91.9. Is that the the Louisville station? Um, it is. It's, it was both of ours. Cause we were Jeff 92, but we were 91.9. And then the New Albany station here is also 91.9. What's the, is it 92.3? What's the station there that does all the, like, it's the NPR affiliate and it plays all the kind of. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's, it's like 93 something, but I forget. I don't know, 92.3. Anyway, W something. Um, I know it's not TTS. That's the Indianapolis station. But anyway, they do a good job with that because they'll play some bigger stuff, but then they'll play, um, they'll go into some some weird stuff that I'll end up having to pull up. I, I I'm the same way. I'll do a thing where I'm like I'll memorize like the the you know if I'm like driving through some small town and I just happen to get a station. It's like, oh shit! Remember that station? I'll go home and like Google their state, their you know call letters or whatever, and mm-hmm. and try to like go through the list and pinpoint the time I heard it and find the song. I love that they they have those lists online, but yeah, most of them keep up with to it too. Like, it, um, yeah. I think even our high school radio station has its own website because they have an app and everything now. So you, I could listen yeah, to yeah. my high school radio station here. Which rule? Because there's no commercials. So if you're looking for a great station, yeah. Jeff 92 in Lafayette, Indiana. Yeah, it's, great it's station. Great. 
And uh, that is cool that you could do that. And I just, I really like that because it's, it's fun to hear. It's like, that song was really cool. I want to know. And it's like, do that with fucking, even like Aerosmith or these, these groups that you overplay, just throw a fucking B-side on there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you don't always have to do, um, uh, uh, oh gosh, Mr. Blue Sky. Like, there's so many ELO songs you could do. And it's like, they do a lot of yellow songs too, but I'm always happy when they put those on, but it's like, you don't have to do. And I know too, like they're kind of in like a bad position. Cause like, as I said, when I worked on our station, it's pretty more, it's a lot more lenient on us. Cause we are all students mm-hmm. first of all. So we can make as many, we, we probably have more mistakes we can make than the big stations that actually like have like network TV stations affiliated with them, you know? Yeah. So like we can make those tiny things and we can not play the songs that we're supposed to play. We can pretend that songs were requests. We can do all that shit. But I think that they're actually, if you follow all the rules with your radio station, there's a list of songs that cost a little less money to play. Uh... And I think those big songs that you hear all the time are probably cheapest to play and just in most demand. And then they get put on this list. Well, let me ask you this. Are you charged... (laughs) like each time you play them or do you pay for like there's like licenses so it truly depended because there were songs that were on our like we had to take them off rotation because of that like because we could either get in trouble for playing it at all or we could get in trouble for playing it a certain amount of times more than we were supposed to there's there's a lot of laws Mm. like because we had to like fill out these like sheet like would you go through They'd like clearly say if we didn't play a song and why we didn't play it. Really? If it came up on the list. Where? So like if you were a little shithead like most of us, we would just play what we wanted to play, write them all in as requests, like axe all these songs and be like, a request came in, a request came in. We got in trouble for it all the time though. So a request, like, what is that? Is that a different situation? If somebody requests a song, can you can it overwrite? Like it's like. Oh. We could we could add the request into the system, uh-huh. and there was like a built-in how many you could take like in a certain amount of time. Mm. Uh, but like there was also like we were limited to what we could play. Like if it was in a certain, like if it was unplayable, it was taken out of our system. So when we like looked it up, mm-hmm. and when I was there, they they're like on a full like computer Digital, system now. Yeah. But when I like worked there, we had to like actually spin the CD racks and find the songs and crap like that. So like, if you pulled the CD out, there would be like X's through the ones you're not allowed to play and stuff. Whoa, that's interesting. So I mean, that does I guess change uh, what we're talking about. So all the songs are great. And <laughs> thank you. Good night. Everyone uh, at the radio station's doing their best, Paul. They are doing their best, and yeah, I don't think this is a problem. This is more of a a problem with how it's it's set up and it, our access to that kind of stuff um you know it's just like oh you can't i don't know it's like if you try yeah, to, it gets more complicated when like advertisers are involved that's why the way we set up everything is ridiculous because yeah. you're not getting real art like as soon as advertisers are involved in anything you're not getting the same like i know that's been set to death and everybody knows it but it's like but it's a fair thing to bring up um yeah that's very true it's just like you're you're getting a not maybe even a watered down version but it's a 
it's a definitely approved, influenced. Yeah, it's an approved version. Yeah. Um, You're like is, National Spring Water is behind this. So did yeah. he have shit to say about water that we don't know about? Right. <laughs> yeah, we that's will uh, never know. <laughs> that sucks. So yeah, and it sucks that you can't just do like a pirate. But you could do a pirate radio because that's <laughs> the spirit of a pirate radio station. But that, that it's so illegal to like share music with people, or like you can get in trouble doing that. But it's like, you know, I know we... the actual. It's funny though because like a lot of the stuff we do is technically illegal, like sharing wise, and like they could come down on you hard yeah. if they had the time to go after every single person. But like there's some people it doesn't affect at all but like i remember when i was in college and um my roommates used the internet which was in my name to like download a bunch of like i think desperate housewives or something yeah and then whatever network they were on like sent me a letter in the mail Whoa. that was like cease and desist and i was like when you're like 19 that shit's scary yeah like, yeah and i was like i like found my room and i'm like i don't know what to do they were like <laughs> Oh, you cease and desist. <laughs> yeah, that I know is... it wasn't even that threatening of a letter. It was just kind of like, stop it, or, or I'm like, we oh god, we follow got... up. <laughs> I was like, we're gonna die. <laughs> like, I, th I think it was NBC, but I forget. But I was so scared. Yeah, I remember. There's a you always got told that when, like, if you were playing the show, it's like, well, if you do cover <laughs> songs, it's like you can do them, but. Like someone can, if someone was there from like the label or something, like they could, you know. Yeah, could it's just a light, a, a tiny lot of. There's like a tiny percentage that any of it would happen at all. Right. That it would just, but it would still be like the worst consequence if all the puzzle pieces lined up exactly right. Right. Yeah. And so people, people that... avoid doing it, but like, there's some people it just doesn't affect at all. They're like, I'll download what I want to download and they'll deal yeah. with it. And I'm like, okay, but you just wait till you get your letter that strongly yeah. urges you to delete Desperate Housewives. <laughs> then we'll see. <laughs> then we'll see. <laughs> then we'll see who's strong. Yeah, there's so much of that. Yeah, and it's like when, uh, if you do streaming or anything, I know it's like, like I put this like really deserted, my friend and I did like a, a stream about the lighthouse uh, the movie, The Lighthouse, mm -hmm. and I put that that stupid Lighthouse Keeper song that everybody puts in their review for The Lighthouse because it's The Lighthouse song. I want to be a Lighthouse Keeper. And, like, I've distorted it, though. I just, like, put it on Studio One, and I just, like, did as much as I could do it to make it just bizarre. And we got we got a takedown notice really? uh, because that song was in there. And I, it's, like, how many times have we done that with other stuff where we, like, throw a song in it? It's like never and mattered. How long did you have it up though? Because that's also another thing. It's like I think there's like a thirty second limit on a lot of stuff. Yeah, and it's like the thirty second limit, and I think that's also like that's what everybody's told, but I don't think that's necessarily true. But that's, that's like I think it's like specific to parody or newsworthy. So it's like very like some people just use that wrong when they're yeah. Like, I, I um, think that's trying absolutely. to see the laws, and it's not. I, it's like I don't want to talk about this because I really don't know, but I think it's like if you're doing like a review of something, you can play thirty seconds of it. I think that's it. Yeah, if you're critiquing it in some way you're too, critiquing. if you're a critic. But I don't know, um, and that's the thing. It's also like 
there yeah it's very specific to certain things and that's why like when we do this like i always either just did some stupid song i made or like through like a something i actually purchased off of a website up Mm -hmm. there because it's like there's so much of that shit that's like even if you're small and like you have one person watching i don't think anybody really listened to that (laughs) that thing we did but it's still like i think there's bots that go through and check too they just check like a shazam kind of almost steal yeah and it's like i know people like mirror images and and do stuff to distort to purposely do that but they still they still catch it or they like i think someone like got oh whatever it's it's a bunch of stories that's horror stories about this but yeah i guess that it's true that it's like I'm sure these radio stations would prefer. It's not like these DJs are like, well, these are the eight songs I like. Yeah, I can't wait to hear this again on my morning like show right. where I'm already having to like force myself to be crazily upbeat at 4 a.m. And it's like, I'm sure if we're, we're talking about how tired we are here in, you know, Free Fallen or whatever, they've heard that song like 900 times. Exactly. And like... Even when you're like, because our radio station was uh, an oldie station. So even when we were in there and we could like pick our own requests, mm-hmm. I feel like you run out of songs that you like want to hear every day pretty quick. You run out of the ones that are just supposed to be funny and that's why you always put them on. Like we yeah. had a lot of those like sad, sappy songs that were like we'd play just to annoy people in the hallway because they had to listen to it in front of our yeah, yeah. area. So. You, I don't know. You ran out of stuff that you could do just for fun in there. Right. Yeah, it wasn't no. It wasn't. It wasn't no fun. No it wasn't no fun. fun. It no fun. We had our morning shows, but. So I wonder how like the nonprofit stations function. Then, is it that because they're not, like, they're all donation based that they they can play more, not obscure. And I or- I think that like. Just based on, um, because I don't know if there's like a certain, there's a certain amount of songs that they have to play for the big stations, but yeah, you'd think that they could find like local stuff and then be able to play it for pretty cheap if like people just want it to be heard. Yeah, that's what, is it WFPK? WFPK and the Oh yeah, that's our Um, station. And stations like that, they do so much more. And there was one WTTS is is not, um, it's not a a um, it's a it's a for profit station. It has commercials and stuff, and like they play a lot more variety. It's not as much. You still hear a lot of the same stuff, but like they'll do like A through Z, where they play a bunch of like deep cuts of stuff, and and like I don't know. I think you can get creative with it. I guess. And it's like, I think too, it's like, even on top of it, that, it's just like also just play the next song. Don't always play Free Fallen. Play another right. song on there. Play one that's not played as much. Like, I think that's, that's the other thing. It's just like, let's hear some of these other songs. And it's like, you know, we know that it's just like, maybe if we start hearing those, they'll, people will start liking those as much. And, and, uh, and reinvigorate the whole radio industry in one swoop. And I know it's not, this isn't going to be like effective on a large scale, but I know that when I worked both on 
that radio station and when I worked on a, um, a TV station later is that if so if somebody has a schedule which is usually older people in the community that mm -hmm. got into a groove they listen to the same radio station or mm -hmm. watch the same tv station every day if you try to change anything you're gonna have at least the three main lady main ladies that will call yeah. and be like why didn't i hear tom petty's free falling today there's gonna be that guy and it's easier yeah. to shut up that guy by playing free falling than it is to just like like ignore it's just easier to just play it yeah there's so things. many things that just one crazy person has made happen on on the the tv station i worked on just because there's <laughs> one guy one and guy we don't not. want to take his calls anymore yeah will not stop coming at you and asking yeah like yeah the people that don't like aren't listening aren't gonna care like they're like well i don't want to hear that song again so i'm not gonna i've heard barracuda 10 times but they're not going to call and be like, if I hear Barracuda yeah. one more time, I'm going to... It's That's always the people true. that are like, I didn't hear what I'm used to hearing, and I'm mad about that. Because you like, work for me. That's like the whole internet, too. It's like, you hear from like eight people, but it seems like like everybody hates this thing. And it's like, no, yeah. eight jackasses hate it, and you have to hear from them because they're mm -hmm. the loudest and they post the most. Um, it's the same idea. And they're always ready to argue on the internet too. It reminds me, I think this is the only time, I'm sure it's not the only time, it's the first time that I think it like made me actually mad is that like, cause I never respond to anything. And I, this was like a long time ago when I still like looked at Buzzfeed articles all the time and stuff. But I remember there was like a, a thing about possums actually being good for the environment. Oh, yeah. And I made a comment that I think was just literally, it wasn't even like, uh, I wasn't putting anybody down. I think I was just kind of like, they eat like so many ticks. They're very beneficial. And then this bitch posted under me and she called me the stupidest person that she's ever seen in her entire mm -hmm. life. And like she went on a rant and it was all towards me for that one comment and not towards the article at all, which was just yeah. like, why did you pick one person <laughs> just to just get like so mad at? But I don't know, because I never join into any arguments on like Twitter or anything. Like, I feel like it's never beneficial. You don't know who you're talking to. So I'm like, who am I even trying to convince? I have no idea. Yeah. Like you, 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 there's a good chance you're arguing with like a 13 year old kid. Exactly. And then you're like, how stupid do I look now? It's like when, because people try to start fights with you all the time. Like I just yeah. recently had, um, I wasn't even, I love Taylor Swift. I was, I wasn't even trying to put her down, but I should not have said her name because people on Twitter find you really fast. But like, I think I just said like, um, Elton John sent like this stupid little email that Spotify sends you that says you're like in this top percentage of their listeners. So you get like the first like dibs on an album that comes out or something. Okay. Um, but I got one of those from Elton John and it was like right when everyone was getting their Taylor Swift tickets. So I said something stupid. I was just kind of like, oh, well, screw Taylor. I'm not in her listener top, but I'm in Elton John's. And then someone tried to start shit with me under that, where there's kind of like, um, his tickets sold out just as fast as Taylor Swift and blah, blah, blah. Like, so I don't know what kind of point you're making that he's better. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you had. It's just like, all right, then. Like, yeah. It's not a big deal. Like, you either... I was like, I don't think I said Elton John was better in any yeah. capacity. Like, <laughs> Some people are just, and it's fun. It's the funniest when it's someone that clearly is just searching their name, looking for yeah. fights. Cause that's all she could. Cause I even said like Taylor, I don't think I even put, wrote Swift. Cause I don't like to be searched like that. Yeah. So I'll usually do everything I can to just be like, I hope this isn't one that sticks out in any way. Cause I just said Taylor. 
but someone was searching Taylor. Like, yeah. uh, like the only other time that's happened to me was when uh, I said that I didn't like J-Law's portrait downtown Louisville. And this girl oh, called gosh. me a Karen. And I was like, how does that make me a Karen? But yeah. I was like, all right. <laughs> I know it's so funny like that's the thing it's that these insults don't mean anything especially like once they get so much into the zeitgeist that like people don't really know what woke means right like yeah or like what it what they're saying when they call people that it's just the thing to call someone that you're like you don't like or like has a different opinion than you do like all these words they don't have any meaning but it's like well I know that when it, people say this that somebody else gets mad usually yeah, so, like, so I'm they can be like, Karen. "I'm not being woke." Yeah, like or yeah, the Karen thing. I feel like people have completely missed what Karen means by now. It's so, just Karen is supposed to just be anyone that's angry now. Yeah, and you're just kind of like, "All right, well, what's the full situation here?" Because usually a Karen is somebody that misread the situation and is screaming about something for no reason, or like knows what... that in a lot of situations that they have the privilege to like exactly get what they want in certain like yeah that's that's what it's supposed to mean and i always thought it was kind of shitty that it's like i don't know like that's a you kind of feel name. bad too it's a <laughs> common do. name and there's so many nice old ladies with that haircut that i start to feel bad when that's it's just true. like yeah look at this bitch with this carrot haircut and you're like but she hasn't done anything mean yet like yeah. some old ladies just have that hair yeah it, it makes just... me feel sad but i i don't know i don't have that hair nor know anybody like specifically yeah so. it's not like our mom does or anything but i'm just like all right like i know a lot of nice people with that name and that looked like that and like like, yeah it just sucks now that it's like i don't know people get they don't really know when to stop and like, or they don't understand when people are trying like i saw yeah. I, I know this is performative too I, I didn't feel i felt like it was genuine in the video but a girl took a video of her mom who looks like she's probably the same age as our mom so maybe like 60 mm -hmm. and she's literally crying in the car because she um was trying like she was i guess she was talking to a transgendered person in mm -hmm. the store but accidentally said he mm -hmm. and then she switched it when the when the girl like told her that she went by her and she switched it but she was in the car crying she was like she thinks that i'm an ignorant idiot and i was trying my best yeah and then like her daughter was being really nice and she was like no she doesn't she knows yeah but i'm like that that happens more often than i think people think not that i'm not saying that hate's not there and people are wrong about that because oh, hate is sure. definitely yeah. there but i feel like you can tell when it's genuine hate and when someone's just like not trying their best i guess that's the thing that the, is kind of not the obviously not the worst thing but it's just one of these you know these like after effects that just really it drives home how dangerous all this social media stuff is like when it's like this kind of mob social media stuff because it's like yeah that's gonna happen you know people make mistakes it's easy to do and like it's not it's that thing where it's like it's perfectly normal for that to happen and for the person to be like oh you know actually i i go like you know um she her you know and it's like oh okay sorry it's yeah. that's all it needs to be like it's not a big deal that person is like you know just being like hey by the way like um this is the case and it's like it but it's that extra added thing of like oh no like this is the worst thing now because I've seen online 
all right. this stuff about it instead of it being like, oh, you made a mistake. It's you're you're still getting used to it. You're doing you are doing your best and like right. No one, not everyone's gonna know yeah. like as soon as they meet somebody. So, I mean, that's why people put that in their profiles or like they're maybe open about it from the get go. Like, but there are going to be times where people just don't know they make they have to make the mistake and they're if, as long as they're okay with being corrected that's that's what you should judge yeah exactly and i think it's just the whole thing of just seeing it over and over again where it's just like and again it's like that's not the worst thing these people are dealing with horrible things in real life and hatred and bigotry I mean, and racism yeah. is everywhere but it's like it's also like these people that are like, oh no, I'm just like, I'm not used to this and I'm trying, but I'm going to mess up. They're like beating themselves up so much because it's just like. Because there are the crazy people online that like think everything is ableist or everything or just even like everything's age, like ADHD now, or you have autism for everything that you do. Like even that video you sent me earlier with the girl with the arm in the air, which I do a lot. Yeah. Um, if you look into that more it's like this is a very autistic thing to do uh-huh. and i'm like okay but i'm not like i know myself enough to know i'm not autistic yeah but it's like but i think sometimes you see a bunch of those in like a video in a row where you're just kind of like do i have autism because i like sing sometimes yeah i guess like- so because this girl said it on yeah TikTok. and it's all these things it's like it's such a common thing that they know that like you're gonna see it and be like wait a minute i like you know i splash water in my face that exactly it's that... all stupid little stuff yeah. like that it's like that means that i'm whatever like it's these things that they know like everybody a lot of people can be like i do that like mm-hmm. it's like me you know it's not any real indication it's just this easy thing that it's like yeah like you have autism maybe you do this more but it's also something a lot of people do anyway exactly it's mostly going to the extreme with those things i think is what and then it's obviously a spectrum as well but like i get sick of seeing that too it's just kind of like um did you do this as a kid well you have autism or you have adhd and i'm just like okay and then you have to like think to yourself when you take those like little because we've had to take those tests in the past that like measure like how you interact with people or like what your interests were to like show the spectrum it's just kind of like it, this person on tiktok didn't say anything about like how often or like yeah because of course like if if people like things to like an intense degree where they're like um categorizing them or like that's all they talk about kind of deal then you're like okay that leans more towards like an autistic trait of liking this than just kind of like i recorded these all on a vhs tape you know yeah it's not right. the same no, it's not. And it's just, it's easy to to get people to, to think that. Um, we got so off topic. <laughs> we always do. It's fine. Oh, no, I know. I'm just tr- trying to bring it back. Um, well, I was, if, oh, you got something. No, go yeah. ahead. I was just going to say what well, we were just talking about my radio station. But um, there, um, for that, we also had a half of that class where we would do like video projects Mm -hmm. um and the year um, behind me which is um my friend lee your friend you know lee as well Mm -hmm. um he was in this once like skit that they did like a uh office style version of the off of the radio 
mm-hmm. where they like went through the day of the life of the radio. It actually really freaking holds up. I watched it yesterday just thinking about um, doing this later because I was yeah. like, it was so fun when they did that. But I wonder if that was like just like high school fun air if it like holds up. I'm going to send it to you because I loved okay. it so much. But like it, they're all they're com- like... I still feel like Jeff was just a weird place for kids that were funny. I don't know mm. how we all got there, but it's just, I have way too many great friends from there that I'm just like, this isn't a personality type you run into a lot. And they, we were just all fucking there. Yeah. But like, <laughs> just like watching their little version of this, I'm like, how are this many kids in our class that funny? Right. So I'll send it to you. It's just like, they have all their characters planned out. It was like, obviously like they did a, like a bunch of production value stuff for it too but i love this part um one of my uh high school friends was like in the sketch and he's like talking in a, a british voice and like lee comes in you like ask him why the radio is offline and like he responds in his british voice again and lee's like you stupid canadian and he walked <laughs> uh, it, it just works That's That's we can even good. post the we can boost the high school videos from 2007 why not let's on here let's do that i seriously let's just link it or something if you've got the yeah. youtube for it um but yeah i guess it's uh we did some radio talk i don't really i'm trying to think of anything else i wanted to, to say but i think i've kind of already said it you know there's songs that are good songs that are bad uh songs that are in between and it's hard. i was going I was going through the list and I don't know if you did this too when you looked through it, but mm-hmm. like, do you, do you remember which what the first one that you hit that you're like that? Absolutely. I've never heard that. No, I don't. I never heard. I'm it. on 40 and I'm still going through it. So I'm trying to find the first one where I'm like, that's never on the radio. <laughs> well, that's the thing. We've, we've listened to enough radio that we've heard of all. We've heard all and the I'm- radio songs. We've heard all of them. We've heard I'm surprised everything. Imagine is, uh, it's at 57, which I hear Imagine so fucking much. That's a song. American Pie is at 60. That should be way higher. No, I don't I really hear that one. You know which one? I don't know if it's on there, but I always hear it and they always say like, we get a lot of requests for this song. Sometimes it's on the um, country radio stations, but uh, uh, Devil Went Down to Georgia is on the radio all the time oh that's on a bunch but i get so pumped to hear that song it's, it's so exciting to hear it doesn't even matter that it's it's on the radio so much um, i wonder if i just think american pie is on a lot because we used to play that on the radio if we needed mm-hmm. to go to the restroom or something and had to leave the booth yeah that's funny <laughs> a long we did song. that and then that song i i always forget what the actual title is but the one that's like the hip hop don't stop the rock yeah, yeah, yeah. Bang, bang. that song took forever so that was another bathroom song um oh man i had something i was gonna say oh i was gonna talk about cuts this is sort of a different topic but um are there any songs that come to mind right away when i say like they cut this part out of the song and it just makes it so much worse because there's two main ones that I have. Um, the first being, well, I'll go, I'll do one, and then it, it, sounds, it seems like you have one. But um, the song, um, oh shit, I can't think of it now. The uh, I'm not scared of dying and die. Yeah, no and I die by the band. Yeah, but that's not the band. No, it? I always say it's the band. It's not the band. Fuck. Um, yeah. It's it's Crosby, Stills and Nash. No, it's Blood, Sweat and Tears. It was one of those with an and, and I got it eventually. Is it, is it blood, sweat, and tears, or is it earth, wind, and fire? It's blood, sweat, and tears. You are right. 
That's so funny. Yeah, they all kind of blend together, don't they? But um, I mean, it could easily have been any of those three bands, and I think someone would have believed you. It's just funny that you're like, I always thought it was this, but it actually, it's this other rock one. <laughs> it's because, Paul, well, I used to work on the radio. I don't know if I brought that up yet, but yeah, yeah, we are yeah. pretty brilliant when it comes to identifying <laughs> songs. That's so funny. Um, yeah, but uh, Blood, Sweat, Tears, they do that that song i love that song um but they always cut out the two little interlude parts the uh like the oh really you know, they're like the like cowboy stuff they, they cut out Yee-haw! the cowboy one and they cut out the little tinkly like player piano one interesting uh, they but they, they cut both of those out and there's those are so cool especially the cowboy one because i think it kind of it kind of smooths the mood to take you into the last verse and like it's uh i think you need that i'm just always so disappointed when they don't have it on the radio i remember though whenever because we played the full real version on ours but like i remember it being very scary for like new kids every time they took over Mm -hmm. to play that song because they would think the song was over and they had dead air every single time so i wonder if that was a common enough thing that happened that they just took out the interludes but i don't think that i mean that that's always on like other stations too i just think it's a cut but it's it's weird to me because there's songs fucking what is that song i want you show me the way every day like there's a live version of that and it goes on for fucking ever i don't understand why there's some that they're just like they i think it's not that there's one of his songs that does that but like it's these these this thing where it's like why are there some that you're just like Oh, it, it doesn't even feel like it's that long, but you're going to cut it. And then there's some that's just like, just play like the entire fucking, play Layla, the entire goddamn thing every single time. <laughs> but cut. Like, that was like number 10 on the list, I think, too. Layla. Layla. That song's on all the damn time. I, yeah. I, I, like everybody, I like the second half of it better than the first. Is that in Free Willy? Because it always makes me think of Free Willy, but it I don't know be. if that. I, it might have just been in that little commercial that sold the necklaces for Free Willy. But whenever I hear that, I'm like, there he goes. But I don't know why that comes into my brain and then I get emotional every time. It's, uh, is it Goodfellas? There's a there's a sh- movie that they play like the entirety of Layla during that. I've never seen Goodfellas, so you could tell me anything was in there. All right, I'll tell you that. Because then it's parody. <laughs> it's parody in something, I think, community. <laughs> Well, it's, yeah, I love those songs, though, that do take you straight to, like, a certain scene. Like, every time I hear Tuesday's Gone with the Wind, my brain goes Mm -hmm. to mall rats and jaws popping out of the water. And I'm like, it's beautiful. I think it's just, like, an edit, like, added emotion to it. Like, uh, it's that way with Tiny Dancer, Mm -hmm. like, with Almost Famous. I think of that scene, even though that's a great song on its own anyway, but... Yeah, I mean, it just makes great songs even greater. And that's why they're in those scenes in the first place. But there's a exactly. lot from Almost Famous. Uh, What's your number so. one where you like hear it and you just hear it in your head? Or I'm trying the... to think now. I'll talk to because the um, uh, Sparks from Tommy, I always think of Almost Famous as well. He's yeah. like, and I've done that where I've lit a candle and listened to Tommy because I wanted to see my entire future, but I don't think I did. So. <laughs> Uh, that doesn't work, Zoe Deschanel. Um, 
but I always think of uh, Freaks and Geeks with um, any of those two big cream songs or Rush songs. Oh, I was just listening to Sunshine Your Love and and I was thinking of that because like that song kind of sucks. It kind of yeah. sounds like it's a bunch of high school kids, but it reminds <laughs> me of, of uh, Nick. Uh, was it Nick? Was his name Nick? He's the drummer. Yeah. yeah uh play the drums like because it sounds that shitty in the recording and he starts singing it i think of it every time he's like because then like it cuts to the other side of the garage where you can just hear him screaming and it sounds awful and you're like yes i love it so much it reminds me too of um uh, strangers with candy the scene where he her stepbrother singing in the feels like making love and he's got the lyrics like literally straight in front of his face and they just keep doing the chorus part over and over again and like nobody's <laughs> really playing the song and he's not singing the part at all but they just keep the Jono, Jono, <laughs> like over and over again <laughs> yeah, like that, making love. of course jazz band reminds me of the simpsons and yeah. um man i rewatched that episode it's a i always thought that was the worst episode but i like that one a lot um oh i love that episode I mean, of season six, not the worst episode. Oh, okay. Um, and uh, I'm just, just trying to think of another big one that, like, of course, I said earlier, American Girl reminds me of, of that Parks and Rec thing, even though I think it's better utilized in Silence of the Lambs. Um, don't You Forget About Me, of course. That's kind of a cheap one. But I love that song so much. And that's one that comes on the radio a lot. Um but it's so good. It's fun. It's always and fun to sing too. It's so good and it's so fun to sing. And it of course is all forever tied to Breakfast Club. Everybody knows that and it's parodied everywhere. But yeah. it's so perfect at the end of that movie that like I can't not think about it and just like that sort of like that feeling you get watching that movie and seeing the end of the movie, it just kind of takes me right there. Um it's I don't know like I that I know that like I said that's a cheap one I'm just trying to think of like a kind of a another one um from the Simpsons that always affects me and always I I always think of the Simpsons first when I hear it is the logical song super tramp the when I was young it said that life was so wonderful it's only in Simpsons for like two seconds it's when Homer's having the flashback it's uh Homer loves Marge Okay. And it's just him doing the flashback to the scene where he's with Marge. But it hits me like and every time I like listen to that song, I get sad because I think of that entire episode and I'm like, Homer and Marge love each other so yeah, much. Yeah. It's just like it hits. Like I, I don't know. I feel like every time a real song's in Simpsons, it's like very emotionally charged. Like I remember it's there. Or it's just like it's just so funny or memorable. Like they don't they don't lo- pick songs lightly. Like they're usually just so perfect in the moment. And I don't even think it's it almost ever like, well, this is just a song I liked, or it's always like such a perfect, like it's just fits everything. Like I'm thinking of that, that China Grove song where they're all going do, 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 <laughs> or like Rocky, like a hurricane, but uh, Bob talking is like, <laughs> I'm gonna rock you like a hurricane, and then they're playing it at the <laughs> with the air show. Like it's just so many parts. I'm just like I can't not think of those moments when I hear those songs. Yeah, um, 
I'm trying to think of something not Simpsons because we just talk about the Simpsons so much. Um, I mean, Wayne's World and Tommy Boy obviously had their big music moments. Yeah, like yeah, I, yeah. I'll think of the REM uh, song. Like I always think of David Spade and them singing that in the car. Like that's the first thing. Uh, I have and then one... Wayne's World, obviously the Queen song. Yeah, Queen and, Rhapsody. Uh, Dreamweaver. I always think of Wayne's World. And Foxy, like Garth doing yeah. that. And Ballroom Blitz. Uh, That's the superior version. Like, I, yeah, I love yeah. the other, the real version of that song, but I'm sorry. She does an amazing job. She really does. And I love it. Um, and then uh, whatever the whatever the fuck uh, Alice Cooper was singing. I can't remember which song. Feed My Frankenstein. Feed My Frankenstein. There's like, yeah, yes. I can't, I'm not even sure how I didn't come up with that because it's like... Because um, oh. that's the opening scene. They do a Milwaukee. He goes, Feed My one of the biggest like that completely changed how i feel about a song and a completely like emotionally charged the song is heat of the moment that episode of the south park yes kitty is dying and, and cartman goes to try to get like the stem cell research like to try to get uh like some law passed or something and he goes up there and is singing that song it does the intro to it and like everybody is like standing up and clapping and <laughs> he's singing oh my god like that moment they do it so many times it's so yeah. good I, I think of that every time too south park for me is that one and then the um uh, what's the stick song that they do that cartman mm. says that you have to start it and you have to finish it come sail away come sail away and the succubus girl like like got him singing it and he had to like sing the entire thing before he could save away. anybody yeah but yeah you're right though do you remember when we used to do everyone did that no joke <laughs> oh it's so good i just wish i wish there was a whole version of them doing that song because mm -hmm. it, it's like now when that song comes on the radio i get so excited simply because i'm like i know all the words up to that point like i don't know anything past that but like i know that entire section because of that i just like i want the whole thing to exist where cartman is doing it and they're just doing like the stomping and clapping it was like... so good i wish that you were because literally the night before actual thanksgiving uh me mom dad and tom just all set we watched four episodes of south park in a row yeah. and then we watched the live concert with primus and ween at at red rocks yeah, in colorado yeah. and it, everyone was fucking loving it we yeah. were so into it um the kids had already gone to bed so we didn't have to be worried but like the, like they did like the live version of it's easy mk like yeah. and we were all oh. singing along and dad was just like how do you know this song wow <laughs> um but it was like so fun that whole i mean this is a little bit of a tangent but this is a music related episode anyway but that the freaking movie this south park movie oh my god that soundtrack is so good yeah i just i can't believe it. up there like singing that song in the car is and that 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 uh la resistance like i used to do that i used to perform that and emily thought i was like singing from some like old music because <laughs> <laughs> It's funny that we're talking about this right now. I'll let you get back straight into that. But yeah. like I right before I drove down to the cabin for Thanksgiving, I found that someone because um, they're not on Spotify, but someone had uploaded them as podcasts 
so that you can listen oh, to them nice. all. So I had just added them all to a playlist and sang yeah. them on the way to Thanksgiving. So oh, go man. on with what you're saying. But yeah, there's something in the air with that because uh, we're coming back to it a lot. But it's just like it's there. Yeah, the, there's a lot of moments in that, and obviously the, those two guys are very musically. Like more so than I, I thought. Like I knew that Matt Stone played the drums, but he was playing with Rush on that live thing, and he, he's so good at the drums. And like, I know Trey Parker's a, a really good piano player and a composer. And like, there's because so yeah, he went talented. to school for it, correct? Like he was actually I like, believe so, yeah, classically trained. Um, yeah, and I mean he knows he, he knows his shit there, and like they're very like I think that's kind of what gets lost with them a lot. It's like they're not just dudes like, oh, wouldn't it be funny if we did a musical like they're they know that shit they're they love that shit like they're just so good at composing those songs that they're like they're beyond like just your normal like i'm not throwing shade at bob's burgers but like you know the bob's burger style is like kind of do like a isn't it funny that that bob can't sing but he's singing this and it's like is it's it's charming because it's kind of like this is a song they would have maybe just come up with and it's cute but it's like that that versus like like what the South Park guys do, it's just like there's so much thought put into these songs, and like, and they're all like they're all good. Like yeah. I like I always forget Brian Boitano is so fun to sing. Oh Doing God. all their voices, like going through it, it's oh so fun. It's the fucking that is bringing so we many. We have memories to tell our moms. <laughs> well, sometimes I, I fell up too because that's what Brian Boitano do. And like I remember my my friend Josh, he said he was like, "Oh, this is my favorite movie," and I was like, "That's so stupid! Like that can't be your favorite movie." I'm like that's kind of cool. Like that that was his favorite movie, and like it's just how much time we used to spend listening to that and watching that and watching the episodes, and like that. This is unrelated, but it's just like that hearing those songs. It's similar, I think, to The Simpsons, though, where it's like I get such warm feelings because I think they don't if they have them in there it's something you're going to remember forever because it's such a good moment of the show you know like they're Mm. so good at choosing the moments for those songs that like i will always think of jazz man i will always think of the simpsons and bleeding gums murphy and and lisa when i hear jazz man because that moment was so perfect um and yeah i don't like I, i don't know of a lot of like we're talking specifically with tv movies is obviously different but like TV, I don't think live action does that as well. Like, I'm trying, it's rarer for me to think of like a song. I take that back. That's stupid. I'm working. Oh, you mean live spots. action more than cartoon moments? Yeah. Yeah, but I don't think that's true at all. I think, I think the only reason it's maybe if you're thinking it just sticks out more is just because if you're thinking through Simpsons, it doesn't happen that often where well, it's a true. completely yeah. separate song that comes in. I think that's why the logical song hits so hard, even though I don't think they they don't even play the entire first verse of that before they fade into yeah. uh, back in college. It's literally like a um, almost like a doodle to do moment where it's just kind of like life is so magical and then yeah, it goes into yeah. the scene you don't even hear that much of the song but i think it's just so effective that you're like this isn't danny elfman composing something this is a real song yeah. that they're trying to like set a moment with this song and you feel it because it feels like an, it feels like a like a old song so you know you're going back in time yeah it's got that like vibe that you're like kind of floating back and if you listen to that song i don't know if this affects it might not affect everybody the way it does but as soon as that song starts my brain just kind of like go like you can like feel it just go whoop, 
it's just like, oh, I'm in like a, I, I don't think that I truly dissociate. I know that we're all using that term wrong well, but it always feels <laughs> like I just kind of like my brain just kind of turns off for a second. There are, there are songs definitely that like I will, cause like I also get restless easily as my wife would tell you. And I'm sure I'm not that fun to ride in the car with because I will like scream songs and I'll do. <laughs> I was doing like, um, uh, God, I kind of I almost, I like I hate myself even for doing it, but it's like I was listening to uh, "Knocking on Heaven's Door" by Guns N' Roses, and it's such a dumb song, but I fucking love screaming because <laughs> I'll do like hi 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 hi, and I'm like, but yeah, there are songs where it's like, that's what I'm just like, oh my God, this song's odd, like. I'm going to lose my mind and it doesn't matter because I'm just so excited to hear it. But they're on the opposite end of that, what you're talking about, where I will stop and I will just sort of like live in the moment of those songs. You'll just sit quietly and listen. Yeah. yeah. I'm just like, I can't sing over this because it's just, I have like a very, um, there's a lot of uh, Ween songs like that for me um, because there were very specific times that I would like just, you know, and it's a lot of it's like, well, it's the first time I was driving or it was like I was in college and like there's mm-hmm. roads, there's there's things I was doing. I, I remember listening to God, Weed, and Satan and like driving around and slipping around and like, you know, 10 inches of snow and like trying to drive and like just like very specific memories tied to these moments that I'm just like, I just need to sort of like, it's like, I... Or, or you'll know too, this is sort of a different feeling, but like, you ever get this where it's like, you hear a song and you're like, this is now going to be what I go back to when I hear the song because it exactly. Just, they That's make, what I was about to say. You made a really yeah. good point about hearing a song while you're doing something specific, especially the slipping on the ice thing. Yeah. Because everybody's been there where they're like, maybe in an almost car crash or like slipping on ice, something that like happens with your car that you like feel it in your chest that it's happening. You always remember the song that was on the radio when that happened. Right. Like when I was in my wreck and like um, I was driving my truck and I got T-boned when I, I I was I was going straight through a green light downtown Louisville and um, the guy that had the stop didn't stop at all. So mm-hmm. he was going full force, hit my car. I spun like in like a complete circle, maybe like four times. And the whole time Taylor Swift's Shake It Off was playing. And of course, I'm silent in the car, but I'm just hearing shake it off, shake it off while my car's spinning. And then like, you're always in that like weird, like shocked moment right after any of these events happen, where you're just like listening to the song silently or someone trying to talk to you and the song's still blaring. Yeah, yeah. I think of that moment every time I hear that song, I flinch every time I go, literally just downtown Louisville, I flinch through every light. And this was maybe 10 years ago. Yeah. So... Yeah, I get that with the hearing a song like while you're slipping on ice and then being like, this is my slipping on ice song. Yeah, yeah. Or just like, this is my winter in in Lafayette trying to drive to the subway song or something. Yeah. This is like, these are the moments that just like, there's sometimes like, I don't think I I always do this, but there's a lot of times where I'll be like listening to it. I'm like, I know now that when this song comes on, I'm going to think this moment i'm gonna think it was raining we were driving through alabama or like you know there's just gonna be this like it's like the song the song blue i'm blue i will never not think of being in outer banks north carolina and crossing a bridge and it just 
pouring down raining as we're we're on vacation there as a family like and just like watching it hit the water and like and you know crossing this bridge it was night and it was just like we that song was on the radio and it's just like i will never not think of that moment when i hear that song and like it'll take me back there and it's just like i love that because it's like it's it's obviously mostly with driving because that's what I'm almost always doing when I'm listening to music. It's my favorite time to listen to music because um, I like to have things moving around. That's why I, I like to watch videos if I'm like sitting down to listen to music. I like mm-hmm. to have something going on because I like something visual to be happening. And it's like driving for me. It's like um, it's those are the moments. It's it's the weather. It's you know whatever you know, the situation. You know where I'm driving, how I was feeling, the season. That like I just like I'm just going to now connect this to you know driving through West Virginia or wherever. You know. Well, it's right? interesting how off like that that feeling that you described. Of, I think the ice thing's hitting me the most because everyone knows that feeling where you're trying your best. And I think it's just you trying to shut down one of your senses because another Mm. one of your senses isn't doing as well. So it's like, okay, so visually I'm not seeing as well. So like I have to shut up and like, like be on like top listening. So like, you're still listening to the song, but I think it just means a little bit more to you because you're like, this is like narrating my moment almost where it's like something scary is happening. And I think it's big with, like that and like driving through a storm maybe like yeah yeah, I, yeah. I remember like back in high school um we used to listen to green day a lot and i remember uh heath was driving us out to sonia's house and like i don't know why we were going it was like in the middle of a like, crazy storm but we're mm. still driving and like we were like driving through it and like we were just like listening to dookie the whole entire way through but it was like this is the most terrifying drive of my life <laughs> and we're yeah. just like going to our friend's house like why are we doing this <laughs> Yeah, I've done those drives before. I'm just like, I, I could die, but I'm going to my friend's house, so I need to do this, apparently. <laughs> and it uh, seems, like, so normal in the moment, but, like, looking back, I was like, yeah. I can't believe that, like, tree limbs were falling down, and Heath yeah. still came to pick me up, and, like, we're like, well, well we got to get there, we said. Yeah, like, we said we're going, so. We done said. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, I, I really like that about music, and you know, obviously a lot of these songs in this list they're popular, so they're going to have a connection. But you do hear them on the radio a lot. Um, I wanted to talk about. Oh, I wanted to say real quick too, just about the the editing. That the most egregious example is one of my favorite radio songs, um, "Goodbye Stranger" by Supertramp. What do they edit uh, out? Oh, well, first of all, let me just say, yeah. So that song is is incredible. I get into a different zone. I know every single word to that song. And Super Tramp I, kills us both, I guess. It kills it. That song when it comes on, I'm just like, that's it. Like, there's there's another song like that. I'll, I'll say it in a second, but they cut the fucking piano piano interlude where they go from that and then they go goodbye stranger. They cut that little pit right there, like, and it sucks so much because that's such a cool little moment, and it's like fade the end out because it has this fucking jam that goes on for way too long yeah fade that out don't cut that fucking part out i, never, I wonder I why care. yeah like i i don't know what you're talking like i know what the part you're talking about but i don't know the version you're talking about with the cut out because i don't think mm-hmm. i've ever heard it but it, yeah that would it, suck it's not always and it's one of those things it takes me out of it too because i'm like okay 
Goodbye Strangers on the radio. I have to wait though, because if it doesn't come back from that part and do the little piano part, I'm not going to want to listen to it. It's that right. important for me that it's there that I'm like, it just ruins the whole thing. So like I, I now, or I, before when I had my Oxford working, I used to be, it's like, I'll put it on my playlist so I can listen to all my terms, but it's not the same because when it comes on the radio, it's, it's magic. Yeah. Um, so that always frustrates me. Um, man, I, I had something else. I got so into this goodbye stranger bit. Oh, my other song that will lose my shit if it gets on the radio is fucking, uh, Carly Simon's nobody does it better. The, uh, title track of, uh, the spy who loved me. Um, it's fucking, you know what song I'm talking about? I know the song. Yeah. I, I go insane for that song. I love the buildup. I love her vocals on it. The intro blows. Like when I hear that start, it's one of those things. that's like, I just picture like, I do this a lot, but like I could see everybody at the concert, like, you know, like she just finished the song and she does the or whoever does. It. I don't know if, if she plays the piano, but that piano kicks in and like the place just fucking going wild. Like just, can't it's like oh my god i've been waiting for this we knew it was coming but here it is holy shit and i'm I just oh my god like that's one of those songs because it's like it doesn't mean as much i think because i listen to it a lot um but it's not as exciting unless it comes on the radio just because that part and i'm just like holy fuck i'm in for it now i will circle the block um if it comes on the radio if i'm too close to home i will listen right to it. um and she is the pianist usually, so I think that is her. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm still looking that up, but I know that when whenever she was in Gilmore Girls, when she took that role on in Gilmore Girls, mm-hmm. she would always start playing the piano. So. Okay. But it's oh my god, that's so exciting. Um, so do you have any songs that you just have to? Like, I if can't. They came on... I I think that I'm like. We never, I don't think we ever played cut versions on our radio station. So, like, the only thing that I can think of is I get used to a version of a song that has an extra part that I'll listen to the actual version that doesn't have it, like in a music hmm. video or something. Yeah. Because I get mad about the Everlong, because I love that little extra bit that they put in the music video just to give that little extra scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it comes back, it goes that they end and then it comes back and then it does and then they play again they play that verse one more time yeah um i love that so much and i hate in the actual version that it just ends there and doesn't come back because i i just love it and then the other one's dumber because it's macklemore but i think we we both know which one i'm talking about here it's the am we dance video which is the i think the only song that i still listen to of macklemore's yeah but like um there's a part in the video where it gets to like a dance scene that has like this little instrumental like thing while they dance and i think it adds a lot to that song because sometimes you just need that break so i I love that just does that dirt 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 and then it comes back and does the final verse and it, it adds a lot. Yeah. I, that's, I agree that the, <laughs> it's one of the, there's some guilty pleasure stuff. I like that downtown song. Sometimes I'll put that on. Um, but yeah, that one I still listen to and you're right. It's not worth listening to that song without it. Cause I do think, you know, there's some songs where 
it's like they're good songs that you know it, they flow but you are listening to them to get to that moment to yeah. get to that part where you're just like oh my god it's coming i can't wait and like i think it's like when you take that out of it it's like i'm like oh yeah that's kind of fun and then after a while i'm like all right i'm done listening there's no point to keep going but if you had that in there at the end it'd be like hell yeah i'm listening to the whole damn song of course i am because mm -hmm. if you don't you don't get to hear that part but um yeah that's uh i get that with that one like otherwise i can't think of edits that take something out that i'm missing well i was asking too about a song that if it comes on the radio you're like well i guess i i am not gonna be home yet like i'm gonna circle the block and uh i mean i definitely do that with over. with tiny dancer and rocket man i think okay. it's i'm big on elton john right now anyway but like Other than that, if it just came on the radio, I don't, I don't know. Hmm. But Tiny Dancer, I feel like you do have to drive around for a little while while it's on because it is driving around music. I do, I, I, I do have music for certain things too. Like there's certain songs that like I'll play like on my way to the airport or something. Mm -hmm. And I always play the same songs when I'm about to take off on an airplane. The, uh, the the best tradition that I have right now, I've been doing this for like three years, literally. I'll play um, as soon as the, the plane's taxiing and mm -hmm. we get onto the runway and it's like starting to speed up, but like you're in like, you're on the actual runway and it's speeding up and you're about to actually take off. Mm -hmm. um, I'll try to find the moment where I'll always play uh, Blazing, the main theme oh, to yeah. Blazing Saddles. I'll start the theme. It You have to hit it at the right point where you're going, I think, just the right amount of speed and you can feel it because you want the first like little whip to happen right when the plane's wheels leave oh, the, the okay. floor. Yeah. That's what I'm aiming for. <laughs> I've hit it. I've hit it several times and it is so exciting when I yeah. do. But like you have to hit it right at the moment where it's like, dun, da, 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 and then you like get it. But it has to be the first. Yeah. And then that's when the plane lifts off. It is so satisfying when it happens that I've been like literally doing this, I think, for maybe five years straight. Every plane trip I've really? been on. That's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> Remember, this was this is another kind of association one, but I was only in dreams came on the radio. I never in my life heard it on the radio. It was nice. No. We were coming back to Louisville. The the you know the city was all lit up. We were crossing the bridge and it was like the coolest thing. I'm like, it's one of those moments where I'm just like, I wish I could just like time. It's just like, all right, Sam, it's like, it's midnight. Like I'm driving home from Jeff going to put on only in dreams, just come over the bridge. And it was just like such a sweet moment. Um, it's just one of those things. It's like, it was almost like that. It's like, Oh, he's coming up. He's about a mile away throw it on so it can get to like that really intense part coming over i love that part yeah. where it like had the build up with the slow symbols going faster yeah. and faster oh my that's like so intense and it's like it works so well because i get so excited and like hitting that like actual like moment where it goes if you were yeah. going over a bridge right at that yeah, like yeah, peak yeah, yeah, point yeah. can you imagine especially going into new albany because like that's where you see like the, the like the mountains like because yeah. it's, it's very, Louisville's kind of weird because like driving through Kentucky is very like mountainy and hilly. Then you kind of hit like a, like a small, like melt, like mellowed out place, I think because mm. of the river. 
And then as soon as you hit the New Albany Bridge, you see mountains again. So it's a very intense moment. So it would be mm. like, if that hit right there, that would be crazy. Yeah, it was over 65, so it wasn't as cool, but okay. um, it was still nice. It's just seeing the river and the reflections and all that stuff. I do agree that that, that uh, trip from New Albany is just like, that's such a cool way to come in and see the hills and stuff. Um, well, that's... Um, Let's see. Is there anything else I wanted to talk about? Um, what's yeah? That's a good one. Let's give one more sign. What's another sign that just one sign that comes on that you just like have to sing the entire thing, like you're or it's just like holy fuck, this is my moment. Like I know every word to the song. I'm not one hundred percent sure why I know every word to the song, but I do. I mean, stupidly, it would either be, it has to be like, I only get proud of myself if it's like a um, fast paced song mm -hmm. that I can like prove something. So it's usually REMs, it's the end of the world as we know it, because it'll come okay. on and be like, all right, here we go. Because I don't just know the six o'clock radio hour part. Like yeah. I know the first, like first, like super fast part. And then the second part, because everybody knows it from Tommy Boy. Right. And then the third one, that's really short and easy. I know that one as well. But I get really excited when that song comes on for that reason. And yeah. I think like in that same like capacity, like I like We Didn't Start the Fire. Like they're all stupid songs, but it's just so fun. Yeah, my stupid one that I know every word to is uh, "Heart in a Heart in a Blender." I love uh, when that comes on. Yeah, because it's like I know every word of it, and I'm just—it's so exciting to sing it. Like that. Ah, oh, man, that song is so fun. Um, that one, of course, "Goodbye Stranger," and then there's a yeah, there's some other ones. Oh, "Rosanna" by Toto is uh, oh, my wife fun. and I's favorite because we have a little dance that we do when we're. There's a little like snapping when he's doing oh, it away. <laughs> and then we do a little like symbol crash for the, the next part every single time without fail. So uh, <laughs> that's a fun one when it comes up. Uh, we did that. It's always fun when you have like little things too, because we yeah. we always do that too with uh, everybody needs somebody to love. We know exactly when to do the high five. Yeah, like everybody in our family knows how to do that. It's just like you you have to be like with the right person. Yeah, Beelzebub boss when that comes on, you're with the right person. That like automatically you can be like, I'm taking Kyle. You take Jack. Like yeah, you have to, you have to get it done fast. Like I don't care who sings Dave Grohl, but like I want yeah. to be Kyle at every every time i can that's so funny that's so true too it's just like there's that moment it's like all right you're jack i'm kyle all right let's go and if you even <laughs> try to fucking sing when i'm supposed to be singing because i'm yeah. going to be respectful i don't even care if i want to sing the jack part i won't yeah <laughs> oh that's also what's fun uh, the school of rock soundtrack the teacher's mm. pet at the very end of school of rock mm -hmm. if that had i don't think it's ever come on on the radio for me but if it did i would lose my mind <laughs> Like, I yeah. get so excited just to hear that song in general, because I think that's one of the songs that drives me the most insane, that there's a soundtrack to the movie that mm -hmm. has the audacity to not have that song on it. But why else would you buy the CD if you didn't just want that's what insane. was actually in the yeah. movie? <clears throat> so it drives me insane, because it's even hard enough to find just a version of that song you can listen to on, like, just an audio mm -hmm. level. You can watch the video and have, like, the... Like, I know that a version exists of just an MP3 because there is a version without the crowd noise, but you can only find it on, like, YouTube. Like, there's, it, you can't find, like, a clean version of it anywhere. Uh, Drives me nuts. Uh, real quick, 
this I have like a million things I want to say, and we'll talk. We can talk forever, but maybe I love your way that they sing in high fidelity. The fact that oh, that yeah. is not on the fucking soundtrack drives me nuts. Because I want so to hear that insane. whole goddamn song. Um, and then I just I wanted think... to... Oh, go ahead. No, we talked about earlier how you... What was the other one you wanted Heat of the Moment, the South Park version all the way yeah, through? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If we could just like find a way, because I know that you said that Bob's Burgers weren't your favorite, but his version of 99 Red Balloons, if there was a full <laughs> version of that... Yeah. I would love it so much. And I would also love a full version of um, Paul Russ singing um, Jet in mm-hmm. Love. <laughs> oh, my God. Gold. It's so beautiful. There's so Only many. Like 30 that I'm just long. like, I, yeah, I need this whole thing. And I know that they probably recorded it and it exists in its entirety. And we don't have it for some reason. Like that one that is at Lisa Bonet, like it's not on it's on youtube it there's not like a weird cut of it like you have to just hear the beginning part with them talking which uh, one did you say the, the baby i love your way oh uh, yeah like there's just not a clean cut of her doing the version of it but it's so good and they're like the whole thing part of that is like oh isn't it so incredible like i used to hate this song and yeah. now i like it it's like why don't so surely especially if it was recorded for a movie surely there is a like a whole version like That's you said I that think. exists yeah. Yeah, and like so, I don't know, it kind of looks like less hopeful when you get to like the jet version because it's like just a scene in a show. So it's like, but you know surely they, they would have been like, "This it. is good." Because you know they probably yeah. I, anyway, uh, but yeah, the I, baby, I love your way is like that's such a good version of the song. And you're right, yeah. they do the entire time. They're like, "This song sucked until this version." So yeah. like, why don't we get the version? They give us the goddamn version of it. Uh, <laughs> And then real quick, I just wanted to say, um, if you want to hear every possible Melon Camp song on the radio, just drive through, drive 65 from <laughs> from Louisville to Chicago uh, through Indiana, and you will hear every freaking Melon Camp song. We have a running joke of just like counting the Melon Camps. Um, and it's like, you, you do not, you do not go any distance over like 20 miles and hear and listen to a classic rock radio station in Indiana and not hear a John Bellicamp song. You know, it's so funny. <laughs> I'm so fucking defensive every time anyone brings up, like, I know that you're allowed to, obviously, but, like, every time someone brings up, like, not liking Bellingham, I'm like, you don't even fucking know. Like, <laughs> you don't even know what we go through. <laughs> no, I love it. Like, it's it's one where I, we listen to it every single time, and it's it's almost always a different one. Like, it's not like Jack and Diane all the time. You get yeah. fire, walls come crumbling Pink down. Pink houses. Pink houses, small town. Like, uh, you can't night. say your shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> Like I every time I'm like hell yeah fucking authority song. Um, there's R O C K in the USA. Um, like it's it's it always like I I don't know if there's one that would come up like hurt so good cherry bomb. There's not one that comes up that I don't listen to. Like I know I it's fucking, so exciting. I'm just like hell yeah, give me that goddamn Alan Camp. Like my my favorite is i need a lover because like i i love that like very long instrumental intro it reminds me of just driving through corn honestly it's just like that whole thing um we saw him live and he did like they did like that as his wife played it on the violin like okay um no i'm thinking of bruce springsteen that's a whole different (laughs) thing 
it wasn't his wife, but it was just a woman with a violin <laughs> that was playing it as just like an interlude while he switched. And I was like, no, I want to hear this whole fucking song. Uh, at the uh, Bruce Springsteen concert they played? No, I mixed my concerts up because Bruce Springsteen is married to the violinist that plays with uh, him. Okay, okay. And I got that mixed up with Mel and Camp, who is I not see. married to the violinist that plays with him. <laughs> I know. That's, so I said that's... his wife, and I was like, why did I fucking say his wife? There's this thing called uh, AV Undercover. It's the AV clubs. Um, they have this thing where they have bands come into town and um, they'll have a list where it's like, you go through and you pick a song to cover. And like the farther it gets into this, the like they'll mark off songs. It's really cool. Um, but they had this group that came in that did um, I Need a Lover. That, and it's just like, it's such a cool version of it. They're just talking about it's like how crazy it is. Like... That it's it, I can't remember it's like nine key changes or something like it's a great yeah. song because it like, you feel it though like it's yeah. like why is it so exciting when it's the same like it feels like it's the same over and over again but it's so many key changes that I think you do feel like why is it so exciting it's a, it's but, so exciting for a lot because it like it does break down and then it, the, like does that thing like that like ticking clock sound was like like the cheers theme kind of vibe and then it like busts into it again like it takes you for a ride it's another song it's just like the whole time because the that that part where he actually sings isn't super long i don't think it's not super long and it makes no sense the lyrics makes no sense it's like why did you bother to sing it all now okay just let us have this instrumental thing going on (laughs) i like the vocal part too it's just like and the part of the is like boo doo chicka doo doo chicka doo doo like I just want that part to keep it's one of those songs that I'm just like just like put it on a loop. Just have them do like the chicka 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 and then go yeah. like just let it it's keep so going. good it, it's a very classic like spring driving song so if yeah. i'm like especially if i'm going to like a state park and you're taking the back road somewhere where you're like going to be surrounded by rocks and your yeah. scenery kind of changes every once in a while it's so exciting to go through because it feels like your scenery kind of changes with the because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you're like surrounded by rocks and you're surrounded by corn and then you're surrounded by like trees um but that it's just but like I like I know you said you like the vocal part and I do too, but it's just so funny that it makes no sense. Cause he says, I, I need a lover that doesn't drive me crazy. And then he's like, some girl that knows the meaning of goodbye, get the hell out of here. Yeah. You're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Sir. It's a highway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you- it's a very mean song, but it's funny that it's just got such a fun intro to it. And like it's fun. Yeah. I feel like I had something else, but I don't remember it. But I like the Mellon Camp talk. Yeah, that's a good way to close it out, I think, because it's it's something that's like it's unavoidable if you're but I I, I always enjoy Indiana. it. Yeah. They give you something new every single time. Like all it could be any of those songs. I played a game we played a game with our family. We were like, Oh, we heard um we heard four Mellow Camp songs, like, try to guess which ones it was, you know, and it took a while, because it's like, you know, like, Jack and Diane's always the first one you think, but, like, that was, you, you always think there's way one. less than there are, right? Yeah, until you start. Because like, I, I always think the yeah. same thing, I'm like, I don't know that many Mellon Camp songs, yeah. but when I start going through them, I'm like, oh, a lot of them are just very similar, but also different enough where I'm like, that's special to me, yeah. that's special to me. Oh, what I was going to say before, the other group that I get so excited to hear, no, I don't care anything. Hootie and the Blowfish, if that song oh, comes on, I'm turning God. it all the way up and I'm losing my damn mind. Hold Especially my hand. like Hold My Hand. Yes. Uh, yes. When it gets to the Holy breakdown shit. of that, Holy Hold shit. My Hand. I don't... Yeah. It's 
that I gave. You, you have no idea how much. Holy I don't think that shit. they tour and I don't know like much about them at all. But if I could see them live, I would lose my mind. I'd cry. <laughs> I, as I've said on this show like four times, I saw them at the uh, the Super Bowl Pavilion you did. in Indianapolis. I saw, I'm sorry, I saw Darius Rucker, but he played, he played time. And he played uh, Only Want to Be With You. I can't oh remember if he God. played. I don't think he did play Hold My Hand because I think I would have lost my mind if he did. But like, Hold My Hand, I get so, I would I would cry. I would yeah. straight up cry. And it's funny thinking, because if someone said, like, what's one of your best, like, favorite bands, I would never say Hootie and the right. Blowfish. I'd never even think of it. That's also a, that and um, The Hook by Blues Traveler are two songs that take me immediately back to, or like any who, the Bullfish song takes me to Nicholasville, Kentucky in that brief period we lived there that like I just I have such fun that's one of those things it's like I haven't really been back there since so everything is preserved in this perfect memory of what Very it looked true. like in my brain so when I hear these songs and I, I think about being there it's just like it just transports me back to this time and like I just I feel like I have these very vivid memories of all this stuff around there and like every yeah all three of those those booty the bullfish lines do that and then booze travelers hook um and and uh run around a little bit too um also the only the other song that was big while we were there was that every surfi for a white guy that song was it what song is that that was on the radio um, we were lived in kentucky uh, offspring yeah. Um, yeah. Pretty, pretty. And I was thinking, like give it to me, baby. Uh-huh. <laughs> a little bit. That yeah. was always on. It's pretty much if you listen to the um, Running with Scissors polka by Weird Al, it's every song on that that polka kind of reminds me of Nicholasville, Kentucky. Interesting. I don't know that one. That must be that year, though, because I don't know why we listen to the radio so much. Maybe it's because we rode the bus for the first goddamn time ever. It was. Is that why? It's this moment where we emerged from, and I did, I rode the bus in, in Lafayette. Um, I did. But this is, we emerged from the kind of country world. And You're right. We were like country homeschooled kids, or we were raised by Jewish moms. Yeah. Pretty much until then. Like, that's the moment. That's my pop culture year. It's like the first year, like, I was just bombarded with pop culture because it's like we had cable briefly. We lived in town. We like, had a neighborhood yeah. of friends that like actually had like up to date cultural knowledge. Didn't like have VHSs <laughs> from nineteen whatever. But you all know who Ringo stars. <laughs> but like... you're right. Like we had a very like I think we're lucky we got out of there right when we did because I was in third mm. grade, you were in sixth grade. Right. I think that's the perfect time to not be surrounded by hipsters. And it took a to, while <laughs> to not be a, a big weirdo. And I don't know if I've shaken it completely, but it, it's like, it's no, good. To... You can definitely tell with both of us, we had a bunch of weird influences until a certain amount of time. Yeah. It took a while to be like, oh shit, like <laughs> there's so much else out there and like <laughs> friends and like, yeah. Because before like that, <laughs> it's funny thinking what I did before. Because like when I went to the NCS, which was... We, I think there were maybe two Catholic families, but the majority was like Jewish families. So right, basically, right. we're where it was, it was a very Jewish school. Right. So, like, we're being taught basically, it's basically homeschooled by several moms together, not yeah. just one mom homeschooling. It was, a, it was a collective mom homeschool. Yeah. Yeah. 
So like, I remember just doing shit. Like I remember, like I did this like whole like um, report on the Beatles. Yeah. And in my head, I was like, I'm the person that like brought the Beatles back. Like people weren't listening to them. And then I did my report on them and people were like, this girl knows what she's talking about. That's the kind of shit that I thought that I was doing in. Right. That's not a normal first grader thing to be doing. Yeah, exactly. I, it was a, it was nice to be out of that and into a place where I felt like I was like I was seeing like music videos for the first time and hearing popular songs and like, you know, watching like or knowing about like the sports that was going on. It's funny as big as a like our parents are pretty big sports fans, but I didn't feel like that existed until we got to Louisville. I don't um, remember them watching too many sports before, like while we were kids. Like I remember like the big like. Purdue versus IU games, yeah, but I don't like, remember much else. I don't remember NFL being huge at all. We get the cakes and the, the half yeah, Purdue, half IU cake and yeah, yeah. Like I think it was, and then it was Tom watching Pacers. Um, but like I just feel like that all exploded too. This is completely off topic. Um, yeah, we should probably end pretty soon. So but... anyway, I just wanted to say that's a that was a, a good talk. It was a, more about a bunch of music related stuff and um i had a good time talking about it i just want to say we both have like our back windows right behind us mm -hmm. and every once in a while kelly will be walking in yours <laughs> and i will freak the fuck out because like i am just seeing because they match up so perfectly <laughs> where they are oh, so shit. i'm just like who the fuck is in my backyard <laughs> like i'll be like it scares me. It scared me like seven times as she's like, walked back and forth. It's the same color and like the same trim for the window. It matches straight up. It looks like yours yeah. is just the top of mine. Yeah, it really looks does. on. <laughs> so I'm just kind of like, who the fuck? I've looked behind me several times. I was wondering why you were doing that. That's well, funny. there's no reason for anyone to be standing there right. ever. Because I, the way that window is, that's the part in between me and my neighbor's house. So the mm. only reason anyone would be back there is to be going into my backyard. <laughs> so yeah i keep looking i'm just like what the fuck <laughs> well on that note uh, <laughs> stay frosty my friends bye goodbye